welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am Spencer. I'm one of your hosts, and it's a great day to be here. Today, I'm joined by the two other gentlemen that make up the league, the two gentlemen that have weathered the elements to ensure that we were able to view the cinematic adventure that has brought us here today. I like that. I like that. Uh, This is Brandon. And this is Jordan. Now, as I'm sure you are aware by the title, today we will be reviewing Shazam with an exclamation point, Fury of the Gods. There are not very many movies that have punctuation in them unless it's a colon, and this one has an exclamation point. So, uh, good on them for changing it up a little bit. (laughs) Now, before we get into the review of this cinematic adventure, there are a few things that we need to get out of the way. Firstly, you can tell us how you felt about this movie in the following locations. Jordan? Yeah, so you can find us on Facebook at the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. There's this Facebook group. Uh, group. <laughs> There's a Facebook group uh, that you can you know, talk to us on there. We're always commenting and going back and forth with people. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at the LMG Podcast. And you can also find us on YouTube at the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where you can find us at. Be sure and join the Facebook group. Yeah, we have a great time in the Facebook group. We're so close to triple digits, so uh, you can so get us there. So crazy. Close. Crazy. Another thing that we need to do, we need to issue the spoiler warning because this is a movie that you need to have seen in order to, you know, listen to us talk about it. Jordan, could you run that for me? Listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title, of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us once again. If you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you, please enjoy. And so, Now that you have been adequately prepared, I am going to read a synopsis in my own words, and then the gentleman, we're just going to talk about it. Just get right into it. So um, we open with the broken wizard staff being discussed in a museum. Two armored gladiator type folk show up and steal the staff. Once they have it, they reveal themselves to be Hespera and Calypso, daughters of Atlas, and everyone in the museum gets stoned. They then take the staff to the wizard, who they are holding prisoner, and whisper gently into his ear, forcing him to fix the staff so that they can use it. Billy is trying to keep the family together because, you know, abandonment trauma, and... They are all, you know, developing their own personalities and interests, doing their own things and wanting to, you know, be left to their own lives. 
They work together to save people from a collapsing bridge, but the news seems to only be talking about the fact that the bridge collapsed as opposed to the fact that they saved people. Freddie meets a cute girl and pretty immediately falls in love with her. The bullies from the first movie show up and just make his life really difficult. Um, but the young woman he meets thinks that it is admirable that he took that ass whooping for her. So... Billy has a dream where the wizard warns him about the Daughters of Atlas. So he brings this to the Shazam siblings and they start doing research. They learn that there are three Daughters of Atlas. And if Freddy had attended the meeting, he would know that. But he decided to flex and try to impress his new love interest by showing her his superhero form. But oh no, it's a trap. Turns out that Anne is the third daughter of Atlas, and the other two use the staff to take his powers. So, the Shazam siblings try to save him, but an impenetrable dome is put around the city, and Freddy is kidnapped and imprisoned along with the wizard. The daughters are pissed because the wizard killed Atlas. The Shazam siblings meet a magic pin named Steve, and he is able to help them draft a letter to try to negotiate to get Freddy back. Shazam and Hespira have a nice conversation, but then, of course, everybody starts throwing hands. In the fight, Pedro loses his powers because he's terrible at dodgeball, and Hespira is captured and taken back to the lair. This was the plan all along because she wanted to steal the golden apple so that they could plant the tree of life. Anne and Hespira want to restore um, their own realm, but Calypso wants to plant the tree on Earth because it will destroy everything because, you know, revenge. Uh, Freddy tries to steal the apple but gets caught, but Shazam shows up and they are able to get away with the apple and Freddy gets his powers back. Uh, they show up back at the house, they reveal themselves to their parents and evacuate because Calypso has brought a dragon and wants the apple back. So she takes everyone's powers except Billy and manages to plant the tree. The other two sisters firmly disagree with what she's doing, so she stabs Hespera and Anne's powers get stripped away. Uh, planting the tree causes a bunch of mythical creatures to emerge and start attacking people. With all of the chaos, Billy tells the wizard to take his powers back, but the wizard assures Billy that he is, in fact, a true hero. So, the unpowered Shazam siblings go on a mission to find unicorns because they are the mythological beast HNIC, and Shazam goes to deal with uh, to make a deal with Hespera, who is barely clinging to life. Billy has her shrink the dome, and he overloads the staff, which kills Calypso, the dragon, the tree of life, but R.I.P. Billy. They are grieving, since there are no more gods that can power up the staff, but Wonder Woman shows up and fixes everything. Uh, Billy wakes up, Everyone gets their powers back, the wizard gets swagged out, and decides to live on Earth with her new underage boyfriend. And in the after credit scene, Harcourt and John ask Billy to be a part of Amanda Waller's squad. And in the second after credit scene, Mr. Mind talks to Dr. Savannah about a plan that hasn't happened yet. That is the movie. Fantastic. Great job. work. Great work. I feel like Thank I you. watched it again. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate that. I, uh, since these are in my own words, I never know how they're going to go. Yeah. And I also hate reading in front of people. 
<laughs> talking in front of people isn't an issue, but reading in front of people, I don't know what it is. I hate doing it, but I do it's it pressure. all the time. Was, was, you that, was you that kid in class where the teacher called up on you to read and he started stuttering and stuff? Was that you? I read slow and... Oh, that, that nigga. Yeah, that bothered the room. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, this dude cannot read. He reads slow as hell. I mean, it wasn't slow as hell, but like it was the, slow the, to the, get some size. The cat and the hat hat hat. That was that was you. I, mean, I wasn't stuttering. Yo, so it's like a stutter from yeah. Like I I did read slow because I didn't want to do it. And right. Yeah, but uh, and of course, you know, they'd uh you I'd I'd count when it was my turn. So oh, I yeah, yeah. I'd usually know yeah, I'd usually know when I needed to read. Um yeah. when it was a problem was in the classes where they would just like pick somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that that's pop, when that popcorn pick, huh? Yeah. yeah. That's that's when I'd read slow, and that's when people would not be happy about it. But um, you know, hopefully I'd only have to read one paragraph and then we could move on to somebody else. <laughs> I uh it's funny because I read fast, but I was terrible with comprehension. So, like, I would, I'd be moving. And then they'd be like, all right, Brandon, tell me about what you just read. And I'd be like, bro, couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I feel like that's me now. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like that's still me. When I read a comic book, I, I can read it. You can ask me about it. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I remember, See, I remember bits and pieces of it, but I don't know what to tell you. See, and I feel like my comprehension is pretty good. But that's because I read slow. <laughs> like when I read fast, I do not retain anything. Yeah, I don't retain. I'm just looking at the next word and just saying it. Yeah. Like I'm not connecting why, the sentences together. I think that's why I read slow, is because I am if I'm trying to retain it, I'm reading it slow. But yeah. if I'm skimming, like there's no in-between. I'm either yeah. reading it at a steady pace or I'm doing a skim. Yeah. And uh yeah. who knows what's gonna happen. No, I get it. I get it. Absolutely. But since the synopsis is in my own words, like I'm reading it, but I also know what I wrote. So yeah, yeah. like Makes a lot sense. of it, sometimes I don't actually say what I wrote out. I just say what I think I'm, I should have said. Right. So anyway, uh, what'd y'all think of the movie? Jordan, do you want to go first, man? Yeah, man. Me, I it's mean, up to you. I, I mean, I'll start off, I guess. I will say this is the first time in my life that I've ever went to go see a DC movie in theaters. So I did it for the podcast. I feel <laughs> like that's not true. What? Yeah. I'm trying, I don't think I went to go see any other one. Oh, did you I see lied. Dark Knight? I lied. No, I didn't see Dark Knight. I seen Wonder Woman. That was the first one I saw. You oh, didn't see Dark Knight in theaters? No. Nah. I forgot. I seen both Wonder Womans in theaters. I forgot about that. I didn't even see the second one in theaters. Wow. Okay. Oh, wait. No. It was a pandemic, boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was out yeah, here living, living dangerously. Nah, nah <laughs> not, not during that time. Uh, I guess this was the second thing. But I will say this. I mean, I definitely should have skipped this one. To be honest, <laughs> this movie, was, it was a little, it was a little whack to me. I'm going to be honest. Like, it, it, it had a couple funny moments in it. But the funniness, it just was not hidden for me like that. Um. I don't know. The CGI was fine. The story was a little. The story was a little shaky. Uh, some of the characters just didn't wasn't hidden for me like that. Like uh, I was fine with uh, Lucy Liu's character; she was cool. But the other sister, like I wasn't the uh, other older sister. I wasn't really feeling her like that. And then the younger looking sister, she I got a lot of problems with her. She just didn't make a lot of sense to me. But I mean, overall, the movie was kind of. 
below mid. Like I, I feel like it was. I I hate to say it was all right, but it was it was really all right. It was like below all right. Um, yeah. So so not great. Yeah, it just it just was not great for me. And I feel like I also feel that way about the first Shazam. I should have rewatched it before I seen this one because I, I I remember like only thinking the first Shazam was okay, but if I had to pick one of these movies, it would probably be the first one. Okay. I definitely watched the first one yesterday because uh, I, I yeah. did homework. Uh, Brandon? Oh. Or Jordan, did you have more? No, no, not that's it. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh, you know, I, I got out the theaters at 7, right? You know what I mean? Recording is not too far after that. I got to say, this is this was garbage. <laughs> this this movie set the superhero genre back a few years. I'm being honest. <laughs> this movie, I mean, the writing was terrible. The the jokes, most I say, ninety percent didn't hit. Uh, shoot, a terrible joke percentage. Um, villains, uh, not really. Obviously, very well respected actors, so you kind of gave them the benefit of the doubt as far as like okay y'all great actors they gave y'all some poor material it's not necessarily y'all's fault but even still they just weren't interesting at all and we didn't really get the great feel for their history like we they told the history but we just looked at an old book like it would have been nice to get a visual of like atlas and the things like a family tree or something um i just thought the movie was really corny uh the skittles like what what are we what are we doing man Skittles. I was, was, was going to wait until we got in deeper. Skittles. With that one, we can dig into that deeper, but I mean, I don't know how deep that is. But uh, <laughs> the Shazam name reveal. Garbage. Like, just, uh, what is your name? Da, 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 da. Shazam. <laughs> like, it was just like, bro, are we in 2001 again? Like, what are we doing with this? Uh, it, it, I, you, you guys know me. I hate a family. I hate a family. I hate a <laughs> was like an orphan. <laughs> the terrible Bro. thing to say out of context. I mean, gonna... hey, yeah, out of context. Yeah, that's we can, Yeah, if we start to listen reels, to the pod before, I'm pulling that. <laughs> I mean, Loki might be accurate, but I hate a family. I hate a spider team, a, a venom team, a, you know, a, a Batman team. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. It dilutes from the actual character. We actually paid money to come see. In this case, Shazam family, garbage. Get rid of them all. Couldn't care less about any of them. Uh, we needed the movie. The Shazam one was good to me. And the reason it was good is because we had more Billy Batson and Freddie. That relationship was the basis of the movie. Cool. Great. We can keep that going. Where in this case, it's like, like it's just too many people. That's too many family members. We didn't care about 95% of them other than Freddie and the little girl, a little girl or, you know. Um, and then the stakes weren't, weren't very good. Like he dies, but then he comes back five minutes later. Like what? There's no stakes here. Um, yeah, I just, I thought this movie was just awful to be honest. Like it, honestly, I, I bet you James Gunn was like, uh, y'all, you sure we want to do this? And then they were like, DC was like, no, nah, we got to put this out. And he's like, all right, but keep my name off this. Like, don't put my name nowhere near this. This is awful. To me, honestly, when I walked out the theaters, I thought of, you know, the Steve, the pen, Steve, when he wrote, yeah. you know, he wrote on a piece of paper and then he balled it up and threw it away. That's what I felt about this movie. <laughs> like, he just balled this up, 
and threw it away. Like this was awful, man. Like it was, it was so many times. Me and Jordan went to see this together. It was so many times we looked at each other and just died. Just like, out of just, like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like I, was died, saying, I, I know the one part. I was like, what? Like, that was yeah. unexpected. Like, yeah. But. Taste the rainbow, motherfucker. We looked at each other like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing? Uh, but yeah, that's my that's my thoughts. Damn, Spencer, okay. how do you follow that up, man? Oh, I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't think it was great, but I definitely didn't hate it. I will say, I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was not. A spectacular movie. I do think the first one was probably better. What I saw was a really bad attempt at what Guardians did well. Mm. And I think that has been the case for a lot of movies, but I think that this was and and I mean the first one was this too, but it's really hard to execute a super jokey hero and a super serious villain. Right. And I, I feel like that. I feel like that's been the case since Guardians. Like that's been uh something that a lot of movies have tried to replicate. Uh we saw it in the first Shazam movie where like super jokey hero, super serious villain. We saw it in Thor Love and Thunder. We saw it in Ant-Man 3. We mm-hmm. we see it here. There, I mean, it's 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 a really hard thing to do. And honestly, I'm I don't know that we've seen it done perfectly because again, the dance battle in Guardians was some nonsense. Yeah. But also, my opinion of Guardians is not as high as most people. And so we don't need to hash that out today. So I don't know that. I think the success of Guardians has influenced superhero movie making in positive and negative ways. And I think that the attempt to just do that has kind of poisoned the well as far as making a good superhero movie. Now, I say that kind of in general, but... I think that the purpose of Shazam was to be funny and lighthearted and to kind of take away from the darker tones that DC had been doing otherwise. I definitely Mm -hmm. agree with that. But um, I don't think it was necessarily done super well here. But again, I didn't hate it. Uh, I do like that they kind of one thing they did do, uh, they talked about some traumas that some people had and mm-hmm. uh, addressed it a little bit. Um, you know, yeah. Billy being not necessarily in therapy, but like going to the pediatrician and all that and them kind of talking about it. Uh, I do like that this movie um, attacked itself a little bit and was like, you know, that wisdom of Solomon is just like not, not a thing. Mm-hmm. Because right. in the first movie, that's one of the things I thought. I was like, so that that wisdom of Solomon is just not happening. And right. they addressed it in this movie. And I was like, good. Good on them for pointing yeah. that out. You mean uh, the wisdom of Solo Man? That was I, a do, good I do mean the wisdom of Solo Man. Uh, that was a good joke. <laughs> so, 
I, I do like that it poked fun at itself. And because when I was watching the first movie, like one of the jokes that I really liked that they did in that one was whenever the villain was monologuing and Shazam was like far away. And he was like, what are you saying? Yeah. I can't hear oh, yeah. you. Like that was hilarious to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that idea, because that, you know, is a thing. A trope. Yeah. But um, oh, were you about to? Yeah, I was going to say. So before we like deep dive into it, let me ask you. Uh, both of y'all, what is your score right now before we do a deep dive of it on a scale of one to 10? And then at the end of all this, we will see if our scores have changed. Um, so for me, I've been thinking about it for a while, even as we walked out the theater, I was still thinking about it, thought about it in the car. For me, it's probably like a 4.5. What about y'all? What y'all thinking? Yeah, three and a half, four, six. Ooh, it's pretty high, but okay. You know, <laughs> opinion is opinion, you know. Okay, so y'all ready to get into it? I guess going to the, the meat of the movie. Should we start at the beginning? Uh, Yeah, we can do that. Because, yeah. yeah, I gave kind of a general overview of my thoughts. Uh, We will not do any teaching moments for this movie because, A, not really worth it, but... B, I don't know that there was anybody really to do a teaching moment on. I will say, as far as the villains go, I don't know their comic book history, if there even is one. Mm-hmm. Um, I will talk very briefly about what I know as far as Greek mythology goes, but Greek mythology is a fucking mess. Right. And there are multiple accounts for things, so I will... Again, I'll talk about kind of what I know, but I'm not going to do any, I'm not going to do any like deep diving because my, I'm, I'm not a, you know, Greek mythology historian by any means. I just know some stuff here and there. So I, like, I, I knew, I knew who Atlas was, but I didn't realize he had daughters. Like I know the whole Atlas story, but I know At- he had daughters. Atlas had mostly daughters. And what I will say is I, the the thing about Atlas and his daughters is, for the most part, there's like one story where they are Atlas's daughters, and then there's another story where they're not. So it's like, who is the father of these people? Atlas or this person? Like, yeah. so, and that's kind of what I know about um, two of these. I don't know, with Hespera, I think that, her name was just pulled from like a group. So like, you know how, like with the muses, they all had names, but there were just a bunch of them. Yeah. I think that Hespera was a nymph and there were just a bunch of them. Like, but I don't, so I don't know which one like she was. And I think that she's one of the ones who was like either Atlas's daughter or like, maybe not depending on who's telling the story. Mm -hmm. Um, with Calypso, I think it's a similar situation. I think she was a nymph, and I think that uh, she was maybe Atlas's daughter, or like also not. Yeah. And one of the things that I wasn't sure about because I thought that Atlas was one of the twelve Titans, uh, and with that being the case, whenever um, Hespera said her uncle Hades, I was confused because I was like, Hades should not be your uncle. Hades should be your cousin. Mm. But if Atlas isn't one of the 12, then 
that would put him on the same generational line as Zeus, which would then make Hades. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's not one of the original 12. Yeah. And, and I think that's the case now, but I, I think I was under the impression that because Atlas and Prometheus were both referred to as Titans, that they were in that 12, but I don't think they are. But also they might, they're not in the 12, but I think that in some stories, Atlas is the daughter or is the son of Gaia, which would make him on that line. And in some stories, he's not. So I think generally he's not because I don't think he and Prometheus are a part of the 12, but no. Um, regardless, Hades is not their, their uncle. Uh, <laughs> Unless uh, they just changed it for like DC Comics or something. Oh, Yeah. You're right. Um, and they do that all the time. So yeah. as far as Greek mythology goes, um, that is not the thing. But yeah, you're right. They they change stuff all the time. So we'll I'll just rescind that. <laughs> Let's uh so at the beginning of the movie, so we've seen it, we've seen it open up, he's on the couch. What what ended up happening after that? Like um uh like the, I remember Yeah, like the pediatrician is like you have some abandonment issues that you should work out and yeah i think that that's when they we oh the bridge yeah we're taken back to the house and they uh he's listening to a police scanner and they say that the bridge is falling and then he's like hey all or nothing and so they go handle it which is good because looking at the bridge collapsing i was like oh yeah we needed all six of y'all yeah you know my thing is with the bridge, and this is just such a nitpick, but if I'm on the bridge and I see shit falling, I don't think I'm going to stay in my car. I think I'm going to take off running. There's a lot of people who are just like chilling in the car, like looking. I'm like, uh, do y'all not see what's going on? Like, can y'all not turn around and try to run? I'm like, what in the world? Some people, and this movie addresses it a little bit, but some people freeze in fear. Like yeah. if, if, when they're stricken by fear, they, they freeze. They don't move. And I think that we often see that in stuff because it's a real thing that happens, but also it creates somebody to save and it creates, yeah. you know, stakes and stuff. So I think that it is a real thing, but I think it's a device that movies use all the time because I think the same thing. Like if I see a car, like if I'm in the street and I see a car coming toward me, I'm going to do my best to avoid the car. I'm not going to just scream and freeze and like, just watch the car hit me. I'm going to yeah. fucking move. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna tell you at one point I knew the movie was about to be corny. Um, is because that first part we're on the bridge and I'm holding out for a hero is playing, and then he's like, Oh well, I saved you to this song. I can't believe it. At that point, I was like, Yeah, we were we in for a ride right now. I I got the corny vibes when they did their first transformation. I was like, This is oh, and they all walked out and yeah, they all walked out like Power Rangers, dun 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 dun, and then they all lined up. And I was just like, okay, like we couldn't have did this in a more creative way. Like you just got these dudes, all of them walked down the line. You ready? You ready? All right, let's go. It was just like, God, we could have did this in a more thoughtful way. Like we Well, just... I thought that I just attributed that to the fact that they're children. True. I, I To me, that was a, this is good for the trailer type thing. Like not necessarily the movie. But if we throw that in a the trailer, they're all like, oh, snap, look at them all together. But like in the movie, it's like we couldn't, uh, you know, they say it, we don't see them or something. You know, they've done it before yeah. with him. But it's just like there's so many creative ways they've done the Shazam thing. And we just walk out like Power Rangers. <laughs> like we got our morphing stance. It's just like, all right, man. That's Even when I was like, OK, the effort here, it doesn't seem great. 
And the dad, the dad was like, uh, yeah, all the electric just keeps, all the lightning just keeps hitting the house and they're just looking around like, oh, that's us. Like, yeah, I'm just like, bro, this is it's gonna be a rough time right now. Rough time. <laughs> I just, but yeah, the bridge scene was, was cool as far as like the action. And I thought like we talked about it a little bit, but like CGI overall, the pros to me were the CGI the the like effects of like they and they've done a really good dc in general has done a good job of like making you feel like someone can fly and make you feel like you know the speed of flying and things like that making it look as realistic as it can i guess yeah uh, they did a good job with that even the effects of the dragon was really good yeah i um, had no problem with the dragon I yeah mean, i had no problem with any of the effects actually like, yeah any visually good. it was a very good looking movie i think they do super speed well and yeah. i'm glad that it actually gets incorporated and also uh old girl with the doctor strange powers uh that was uh oh that was the wild. one that made the world like shift around yeah that yeah, was, was pretty cool yeah that was yeah, that was cool. that was nice um but i also that? oh so when that happened she shifted the buildings around I, in my head i kept thinking do the people inside the buildings feel this yeah i did wonder if it was a visual thing is that more like like in doctor strange like it happened it to your visual- brain yeah, it's more of a inside of the realm they switch things, but people are just walking normal life. If you're not, you know, no, I I think it's actually happening because he ran into a building when mm-hmm. she was shifting them, and whenever she like shifted them to save herself, and sh- she ended up somewhere else. Yeah, and so I I think it's actually happening. Do you know? I would probably like. Kill myself. Do you know how dizzy you would be if you was inside those buildings at the time she did that? Bruh, you know how many people would be murdered if, if they were just walking <laughs> down the street and just yeah. a big, it's a tower just whoom, just takes them off the map? Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, whoa, what about the people on the inside? Like, they're and, looking like some crazy And let me stuff. say this about that. I have noticed with DC movies in general, there is a lot of collateral damage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like there is so much collateral damage. It's stupid, bro. I know, I know thousands of people died on that bridge. Probably hundreds. I mean, not thousands. And hundreds this of people died on that bridge. Well, and they—they they were. I think that the Shazam siblings were able to save most of the individuals because they were, yeah. you know, super speeding them off the bridge. But they said only a hundred and what twenty six, sixty two, something like that. That like a lot more cars on there. I'm gonna be honest. But like all them people in the museum, dead bodies, oh, stone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did the way they did that teacher? I was like, oh, I thought somebody yeah. was gonna save him. I want to. I want to talk about the teacher because a, I love that guy. But yeah, b, yeah. one thing that DC does very well is utilizing actors in multiple things. Mm-hmm. So, where we know him from is the voice of Batman in Batman: The Brave and the Bold, and also in Harley Quinn. Mm, okay, so. For some people, he is the voice of Batman. Hmm. Uh, for for a much younger generation, of course, because uh, right. Batman: Brave and the Bold is two thousand eight, and you know Harley Quinn is running right now. So, for yeah. some people, like he is Batman. Because if the Brave and the Bold is what you knew and what you grew up on, then that's that's yeah. him. And DC does a very good job of using people um, in stuff. And one thing. I thought was funny was the whole like because in the first movie you know Superman walks in but we don't see his face like they wizard Kelly him yeah yeah and they wizard Kelly'd uh Diana as well that was funny that was that was hilarious 
Because we, we were sitting here saying like, oh yeah, we're never going to see her face. Like, right. that's, that's not her. But at the end, they were like, uh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I like, oh, definitely funny. I thought they were going to Wizard Kelly her again whenever she oh, same. showed up. But same no, like we, I was like, oh, it's Gal. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro, that was funny. But the, the yeah, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> that dude was just talking. I really, I really legit didn't think it was gonna be her because I had no idea she was in this movie. And yeah, when he's just in there talking to her, and then like the the camera pans up, you just see her head on his head on her body. That, that was, was that funny. was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was well done. Um, yeah, because it was weird looking on purpose. No, like it yeah. looked like he was. It was a dream. Like it looked like a literal dream. Like, uh, so yeah, that was that was executed well. Yeah, I'm. Um, I enjoyed Freddie and his relationship. Like the Freddie scenes, I enjoyed. And let me just say, those bullies are the fucking worst. Bro, they bro, dotted him whack. straight in his head, bro. Like headshot. Because in the first movie, they hit him with their car, like with their truck, and then proceed to kick him in the like they beat his oh, ass. That's right? Yeah. And I'm like, it's one thing to just do that, but yeah. he's got a crutch. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like no mercy at all, bro. and all the other kids just watch it happen. Yep. Oh yeah, like, I'll be honest. Uh, that, you don't get help from nobody. Do, pe- do people? Yeah. Is that even a thing in real life? People get put in the trash can, or was that just like a TV trope? Because in my I, whole four years of high school, I'd never seen nobody get put in a trash can. I wouldn't. Well, and I think that I mean bullying can take many forms, and I think that maybe that's a thing that happens in other places. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think we were doing that. Yeah, because um, absolutely not. Yeah, we would have. It would have been but, a major problem. But yeah, I mean, but, and and the, the problem is because I mean, anytime I'm watching that with anybody, they're like, "No, I would have had to fight back." And I was like, "He's on a crutch." Yeah, he didn't oh, have. Y'all would have. I would have smacked him with that crutch so hard. <laughs> oh, now y'all would have smacked him so hard with that. But, but and and I'm. Friends, and because of how society has been like addressing bullying, I'm really surprised that both of those movies were allowed to do that. Yeah. Because again, not only are they like physically assaulting this child, but he's got a crutch. Yeah. And like, if you're doing that to somebody who's able-bodied, it's a problem. Right. But the fact that he really can't defend himself very effectively against now, these two grown men i will say he had a crutch but there was a couple scenes in the movie where he, where was, he was he was around. he was moving he was yeah. moving yeah there I'm were like, a couple times when i was like for somebody hey man when you're desperate i said i was like when when he need to move he can move yeah yeah like when, when his life is on the line oh he was scooting yeah, he was cool. He was getting through that. I don't know if it works in real life like that. <laughs> I don't I know think if, if you're in survival life. mode, yeah, I think you can. They build yeah. up the body and that upper body strength. Yeah, they they get it a little bit. Yeah, because like, like, yeah, when when you're in survival mode, yeah, like your adrenaline will get you through yeah. some tough shit. Now you'll be real sore once it wears off. Right. So I'm sure Freddie gonna need a nap, <laughs> bro. I was I, like, it wasn't the bullying wasn't funny, but it was kind of funny to me that like he went through the bullying kind of got through it like the girl was like yeah yeah you know he has a cool little moment with the girl 
and you're like, oh, it's all good. And then a football just boom, right in the side of the head. <laughs> well, yeah, like, yeah that, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> my dude couldn't have a time off. You couldn't let that no. man live. <laughs> like, oh. and and unfortunately, like, you know, that's one of the you know like old school tropes about nerds and how they're treated. Because mm-hmm. again, like I don't personally know anyone who was bullied to that level like that kind of physical bullying like should not have been allowed at all like those boys should have been expelled whenever they hit him with the truck like you you (laughs) can't do that they hit him with a truck you can't do that they should be in jail going down to the county yeah when the the first teacher pulled up i was like like, those two should be at the alternative school yeah Yeah. i thought i thought the same thing brandon yeah when that teacher pulled up you you would thought the kids would get in trouble, but he's just like, no, nah, hey, mister, we'll go ahead and get up out of here. I'm like, no, yeah, no. He's like, they just hey, broke stop his it. dudes. Yeah, they just broke his and, damn crutch, and y'all ain't gonna do nothing. And especially because he said that he, too, spent time in the trash can. It's like, oh, so you you know what he's going through. Right, and you probably wanted a teacher to step in and actually <laughs> like make do yeah, some like, action. So that you didn't end up in the trash Yeah, but no, those boys just went to class. My boy sucker punched him right in the chest. I'm like, yeah, like, it's just completely unacceptable behavior. And yeah, and I'm it just happened. And then when the teacher was gone, like, continued, (laughs) bro, Freddie threw some shit. But I think that was, I assume, you know, maybe I'm trying to give them too much credit, but. One of the things that we saw in this movie was how mentally strong Freddie was. Um, yeah, two true. separate times, we saw it whenever she like whispered gently into his ear, and he was resisting. Like he, yeah. he like she put chaos in his brain, and he was like, "Oh, I got plenty of that." Yeah, right, right. so you go. You go have to try a little harder, like that. So, what I one thing I will say about Freddie, he would make a great Green Lantern. That's true. Because that the willpower that boy has and the like mental strength that he demonstrated in this movie no fear. Yeah. was incredible. Like he Yeah, and, yeah, because the second part with the dragon. Yeah, with yeah, the that dragon was a cool moment. That they really said cool moment. that dragon causes people to freeze in fear and he walks through that shit to protect his lady. Yeah, that was a cool moment. Which I I do find a little suspect with the lady. I'm like, how did they fall in love like a deep crush that fast? I was like, I, I, mean, I get it she on was his cute. part. I get that's what I, said. I get it on his part, but on her part, she been around. What are you trying to say? Years. You mean to tell me I'm just trying to say that this woman <laughs> took advantage of this young man? There's somebody and... for everybody, and she was impressed by how he handled the bullies because he she knew that he knew that he was gonna get his ass beat, and yet he still was talking that shit. She said it because, on the roof. She was like, I've never met a guy like him before. Yeah, like there was so no fear in his 6, eyes. 6,000 years. In 6,000 years, she never met a dude who stood up for her. That's crazy. We got to do better men. That's terrible. You let a 17-year-old boy outdo but, everybody else in 6,000 years. Well, the thing is, we don't know how much time she's been spending on Earth because... Yeah. It don't matter where she is. Like, you she, mean to tell me... She, she with the gods. You mean to tell me... The gods you know, are trifling as fuck. Yeah, exactly. All she sees is... You know, like cocky, like over. Yeah. The gods are some of the worst people. I mean, her sisters weren't great. True. And And they ain't got no man either. So, yeah, like, I'm not surprised. Like, and all their options are relatives. Like, all they can do is date their sisters and cousins and 
brothers and parents and uncles and yeah it's not great so i'm not surprised that she hadn't but one other thing that a lot of superhero situations do is we'll have somebody say humans are the fucking worst and then we'll see an example of a human who's like a really good person it'll be like oh not all of them this guy he's he's special and he should represent humanity exactly and so we kind of see that because uh, Calypso was like, humans are fucking awful. They right. pray and worship gods. Yeah. For, for, and yeah, she was like, yeah, but not all of them. They're, they're not all terrible. We don't have to kill them. So we, we see that well, there were a lot of tropes we saw in this movie. And, and that's that's something that we see, you know, all the time. So but it was with the rooftop, the rooftop scene, though. I, I didn't think he was going to jump. I thought he was, somebody was going to save him at the end. No, nah, in fact, I thought, and then there, you heard a little splat. I'm like, oh. Yeah. She's Sorry. like, I forget how easy they, what is it is. I forget how easy they squish or something like that. Like, yeah, like the grapes. I was like, yeah. oh my Like God. grapes. Yeah. Because that was the same thing. I knew one of the Shazamly was going to. Yeah, I thought somebody was going to swoop in. Save like... the teacher. Everything was going to be fine. <laughs> nope. No. Yeah, I was like, oh my, that's kind of dark, fam. Okay. Um, but that's an super super serious villain because I again because we've seen him in other DC stuff I thought he was going to show up some more maybe Um, or you know later when they're at school or something but no he's dead true I I think one of my other struggles in this movie and I guess it starts in the beginning is like I didn't have really a reason to kind of root for Shazam like I was rooting for Freddy because I kind of mm-hmm. had a direct reason to, but like Shazam, it was just like, okay, you're incompetent. You're, you want to be the leader. Obviously, you don't know what to do. You don't always have the right answer, which is fine. I kind of like my leaders to, I mean, my main person to kind of have a plan usually, or be at least one of the smartest people in the room. You ain't got to be a genius, but he was just like, I don't know, fumbling around. And I get it, he's a kid. because because I, I got family. Yeah, I mean, he's goofy on purpose, but one thing that I also realized from watching the first one and watching this one is it never felt like they were one person. Like, whenever we look at Darla and Megan Good, like, it always felt like that was the same person, grown or child. Yeah. But, and, and I use that example because I feel like that's the, like, the best personality yeah, because she acted see. like a child through the entire yeah. time. Yeah, like she was Darla. But I feel like Billy and Shazam were two completely different people. Like it, it felt like he was a lot smarter, a lot more capable, and a lot more competent as Billy. Billy mm-hmm. than when he was grown. Because he, I mean, and he was almost darker and like brooding when he was Billy. Yeah, when he was Billy, you could tell he'd been through some stuff. Yeah, like Billy like, had some life experience, but he was just like goofy as fuck when he was grown. And yeah. like, it didn't, it like, there's, there are a lot of things where like, if we had seen Billy as Billy in those same situations, he would not have been like acting the way he was when he was right. Shazam. Right. And that's and, my thing is like, I feel like at least from the animated series, like animated shows he's appeared in or movies and like, he's goofy, but he's not like, he's goofy in the way that like, I want to be Superman or I look up to Superman. I want to be Superman or I want to be, I want to be accepted by the justice league. So I'm going to do what I think a superhero should be doing. 
not like fumbling around being super, super goofy. Obviously, he's immature, but he's trying his best as a 14-year-old mind would think or whatever. I think he's 17 now, but he would think to be the, the best superhero he could be. It just Yeah, you're right, though. Like, I And that's why when I, and I, the actor that played Billy Bass, I, I'm a fan of his. So I was always like, can we get more of him? Like, if I feel like the movie would be better if we got more of him trying to figure this whole thing out as Billy Batson rather than, okay, Zachary Elot as, as Shazam trying to figure this whole thing out. I don't know. It just didn't feel, again, stakes. I was just like, well, why don't you just figure it out with your powers? Yeah. And I mean, I'm guessing that the reason he was, you know, grown and incompetent was like for the sake of the movie. Because if he was Billy, like he probably would have been making relatively sound decisions. Because again, those were two different people. Right. I, I just feel like, yeah, if we would have had a movie where maybe Billy Shazam loses his powers maybe early, like they they hit him with the the staff or whatever early, and then he has to figure this whole thing out without relying on his powers and being Billy, while the other people, other family, maybe still has their powers, and he has to like work with them trying to figure it out. I think that would have been more entertaining. But then I wonder if we would got a situation like Iron Man 3 where, you know, Tony Stark didn't have a suit the whole time and people were mad about true. that. True. That's true. Because yeah, people people came to see this movie for Zachary at the end of the day. Like, he's the one on the cover. So That's true. But I feel uh, like if that was the case, we shouldn't have 15 other <laughs> Shazams walking around. Agreed. Well, you, so, you particularly have an issue with that. So, I mean... It it makes sense that you... I mean that's why Brandon doesn't watch the Fast and Furious movies, man. He he don't like family. He hates that's family. He said it. <laughs> Y'all are taking this out of context. <laughs> In context, I hate replicas. This is why I usually don't dislike the second generation superheroes or third generation superheroes because they're just copy and paste. It's just copy and paste. Add a little diversity. Copy and paste. Um, and then, you know, and it's just like, okay, why should I root for you if you have the same powers as the other person? See, this and this like, is why Brandon also didn't watch the boys, Spencer. This is that reason. No, that's different. That's different. That's a whole different theory, but yeah. Um, okay, what what, what happened? I was gonna say, what happened after the um, after the the building, like they're on top of the building, he killed himself. Is that when they uh, he gets taken I, away and they go to the labyrinth and all that? Yeah, so after that, um, the Shazam siblings show up and... Oh, they fight. Uh, yeah, they, they fight briefly. And then she uh, she, like, she lifts the floor, they fly up into the, to the uh, sky, and then she creates the dome. And yeah. then does the whole, like, you trapped us, so now you're trapped. And I, then... I, I had a problem with, you know, when, they're, when all the families fighting... Uh, Lucy Lee, uh, Lucy Lou, and uh, the other lady. That I was like, first of all, they look older. I'm like, I know they're not about to do no hand to hand combat. So what does this fight seem about to look like? And I'm, I'm be honest, that fight, the fight was real whack. I'm like, and I, I don't know what I was expecting because I knew that they weren't going to be really fighting these ladies. But I don't know what I was expecting. But I was like, yeah, that, that was kind of low-key. Well, he basically picked her up and slammed her on the ground. And that was really it. Yeah. yeah. And, and her Lucy Lou's character took one hit. Lucy Lou's character took one hit. It was gone for a while. I'm like, yeah. It's kind of low-key whack. Yeah. I 
also wasn't under the impression that the fight choreography was going to be spectacular because we're dealing with like heavily superpowered people. And I feel like the fight in Man of Steel is a pretty good like standard for like highly superpowered people fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And I knew this was not going to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I was I was under no impression that I would be seeing Superman versus Zod today. Right. I was like, all right, it's gonna be Zachary Levi against Helen Mirren's stunt double. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was like, there's no way in hell <laughs> she's doing her own stunts. <laughs> oh no. I will say Lucy Lou still looks good. I feel like Lucy Lou's one I've always had like a crush on Loki, and every time I see her, I'm like, oh yeah. That's why I think she looks good. She looks, I mean, good. she looks the same. Like, yeah, she does. I remember seeing her in the first Charlie's Angels, and today she still looks like she could be in Charlie's Angels. Nice. And that's why like she looks she, good. Yeah, like she hasn't changed from what I can tell. But you know, I feel like there should have been a lot more. I don't know how they didn't end up taking all the people's powers. Because okay, when they first shot uh, the little fat kid, when they first shot him, I'm thinking, <laughs> well, how come? Wow. <laughs> oh, that's that's a whole other thing. I'm gonna get to it a little later. That that little fat kid reveal. That, that oh, was Jesus. That was, that was Jesus. What are we doing? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So yeah, when she, when when Lucy Lou's character Calypso, when she shot the first one, I'm like, why she just didn't shoot down the line? Like she could pew 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 pew. Like why she just didn't hit all of them? Instead, she just hit the one shot her. There was a lot of that because the. I know that I'm skipping around, but like whenever she was about to kill her sister and Freddy, like that dragon was just breathing on them for a really long time. Bro, I was like, let it either pull the trigger or <laughs> yeah, like, get off what the are doing, we, bro. Yeah, like, what are we doing? Why are you just slowly walking to them and not <laughs> spitting hot fire? Heavily, heavily breathing on them. Yeah, I'm like, like let it fly, bro. Like they should be gone, or like we're taking too long. What are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> like let it fly, my boy. Shoot the shot or get and, off. Like, and we know that the dragon can do that because whenever she walked up to Helen Mirren and was like, "What have you done?" and uh, the dome was up, she immediately tried to spit at Helen. Yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, so you, the dragon, don't need time to wind it up. Like, no. The dragon can just go. Yeah. But, okay. That's, I was waiting right. that also. I was like, okay, what are we waiting so long? I get the purpose of this, but logistically, like that doesn't make sense. And yeah, also, been over real fast. Whenever, yeah. whenever Shazam grabbed the dragon by the tail, the dragon still could have killed him. Like that didn't. <laughs> yeah. That didn't stop. The, yeah. Didn't like, really yeah, stop. It was just a minor nuisance to the dragon. Oh, that that pissed me off. So. He's about to do it, and then you hear boom. I'm thinking he like shot through his body, or he. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought the dragon was wounded. Cut his head off. Did something. He just grabbed his tail. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like so I was, was like, was wait, the boom, what? you're landing. Or? Yeah, I was like, okay, you grab his. Like you said, like he still could have caught two bodies, and you would have been looking stupid. Yeah, just like if Shazam is that strong too, how come he couldn't just grab the dragon's tail and like throw it? Or is he not that strong? I'm guessing because it's a magical dragon, it's got some extra shit. I don't know. But also, there's, there's a lot of minor stuff. nitpick. I got a minor nitpick. Only Jordan's because all I, really like... love, I really love dragons. <laughs> the way the dragon flew 
and should not have been able to fly. It had uh, a hell of holes in his wings. And I think no, from what we understand I thought they flight, covered that pretty well. I thought they did a how? really good job. Because he didn't, like, zoom on out. He had to, like... He had to flap. Like, yeah, like, he had to get them wings going. And then oh, he, no, and he still was, like, kind of, like... He wasn't just gone. It wasn't, like, dra- you know... Uh, you know, House like of Dragons, Thrones, House of Dragons. Yeah. Like, dude had to get, he had to flap like he was a duck or something. Like, <laughs> uh, like it was duck. I don't like, know about that one. This, there's a lot of holes in that dragon's wings. I don't know realistically was, how I would have been able to take off. It was a magical dragon. That's how. Because and, one of the that I wondered was like, if we're talking speed of Mercury, how is the dragon just keeping up with? Oh yeah, he should outspeed. Because yeah, like whenever uh Mary took the apple and then flew off the dragon like lucy lou like took a second to be like oh this she just ran off with the and then started chasing him and was right behind her immediately yeah and i was like no you would have you would have had to take some time to catch up i don't think that dragon's that fast this is the holes of yeah this is the holes of basing things off gods because now we're expecting i mean if you're a god i mean you're supposed to be top of the top now like there there, ain't no higher than that but also, I mean, one thing that I thought was stupid was whenever they flew out of the house because the dragon appeared and then they like landed in a parking lot or whatever, and then they saw Lucy Lou with the dragon, they then started running on foot. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> that's why you all lost your fucking powers. That's, that's <laughs> because true. you just started running on. What are you doing? Like, I thought it was like yeah. somebody, somebody could have picked up uh, Fred and somebody could have picked up uh, the black dude. And the, yeah, yeah, y'all would have been good. And the parents, y'all would have been good. I, was, like, I was like, I, that was really dumb to me. I thought but, it was dumb that they also, he also changed, he also said Shazam in that moment. So the thunder shoots down. So now I know where you are. If I'm your enemy. I know exactly where you are. So I could just pull up wherever the Shazam just went off. And like, it was just like, okay. I mean, and that happened in the first movie too. Like, that's how yeah. uh, uh, Savannah finds him because right. there's, there's a lightning bolt. And he's like, oh, over there. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on now. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know, man. It was a lot of weird parts. What were, what was the last part we were talking about? Uh, oh, we were still on the roof. Uh, so they she creates the dome, and then they take Freddy to the prison with the wizard. That's right. That's right. And I also have questions about that. So I guess... In superhero movies and in Greek mythology, nobody really dies, but the wizard got Thanos snapped and then I guess is just in the realm of the gods, but can they didn't go explain that at all back to earth like everything <laughs> is cool? They didn't explain that at all. Like they, he, they walked up to the cell and I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, why is he here? Because that's what, I, and they in the movie, they were like, I watched him turn to ash. He yes. shouldn't be here. <laughs> and they like, didn't explain. They addressed it, but not really. No, like they walked up to that cell. Like we all knew who was in there. He pulled up. I was like, when I thought, I thought he was dead. Like, I don't understand. And like, they just kept rolling. Oh, pull your hands out. We're going to put the staff together. I'm like, are we just going to skip over why this man is alive? Like, that didn't make sense. Reincarnation, they, I guess. Yeah, they kind of explained Like you're supposed to say, they kind of explained it later on. But it, yeah, it was just... I don't know. It was weak. A lot of again, bad. This movie had a ton of bad writing. I don't even want to. We and I'm skipping. But Avengers Society, whoever <laughs> wrote that, she yeah, be fired on the spot. <laughs> I would have been like, get out. 
<laughs> Get out. out. They thought that like, was bitch, the door. Yeah. I told I, told, I was on Jordan. <laughs> I was on Jordan. I, you know whoever wrote that was like, ooh, Avenger Society. I got one with that one. Like, yeah. I'm sure they were like, what? oh, we're going to hurt him with this one. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to really dig it, Marvel, on this one. Like, what? That was the dumbest joke of the entire movie. I was like, and it is a lot of dumb jokes in here. There were a lot, but yeah, that one, there, there were a lot of bad ones. I, I will admit that. There were a lot of them. I was able to just kind of like get past a lot of the jokes that didn't hit for it was me. cringy. Real cringy. I was like, you know, this may have been marketed for a younger audience, perhaps. But also, even... also, there were really dark moments, like when the teacher walked off the roof. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, man, it was just... The, and that, I guess that's my biggest problem. The writing, even the comedic writing, it was like, these aren't even like funny and really any scale, I don't think. Like, even if I walked in there and was just like, whatever, who cares? It wasn't necessarily funny. Like, Taste the Rainbow, that wasn't oh, funny to me. That, yeah, that one. That like, was whack. I called <laughs> that one. Like, I leaned to my friend next to me and I was like, Taste the Rainbow. And then, <laughs> and then she said it and I was like, yep, told you. Twice. <laughs> That was Twice. awful. That was bad, bro. Like, that's not even... That's not funny in any scenario. I'm t- and then my wet moment was when... I, what did everybody else say? That when they when they explained to their parents, like, who they are, and then the dude's like, I'm gay. And then out of nowhere, I was just like, what? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, they was like... What? Like, I forgot the scenario, but I remember... They, like, they basically said, I'm a superhero. Guys, they said, guys... Uh, there's no need to keep this a secret anymore, or something. And yeah. like, oh, and everybody's like, I'm a superhero, and then yeah, like, they were like, all like, we're the heroes. And I knew that he was because they hinted yeah. at it. Yeah, they did. They did. But, and I, it was such a random thing for them to throw in, though. I, you know, inclusion. I mean, or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that. I know that's what. It, but it was just so random, just for they just made to do that. But I mean, and and they were showing like, yeah, we know, and it's fine. Like, was there any yeah. hints in the first one? Yes. Um, I don't remember what it was, but I remember noticing something being like, mm. ah. but okay. it, it, it was subtle. But I, I remember knowing that he was gay from the first movie because there was yeah, something that happened. But I don't know. I was like, what. I guess in that moment, he just felt like he had to say that. I was like, that. I mean, I mean, but that's the thing. Like they said, guys, no more secrets. Like, let's just go ahead and yeah. be out with it. And right. so, I and it was it was supposed to be funny. Yeah, yeah. That was. And I mean, he said he said because uh, remember they were in a meeting earlier in the movie. He was like, "Hey, I gotta go watch the Mets game." I guess he's obviously you know attracted to somebody on the Mets team or whatever. Well, because looking uh, at that magazine, yeah, that's yeah. the hint we got was when they were watching baseball. He had the magazine with the dude in it, and yeah, exactly. so yeah, like we we knew then, but yeah, right. like, that's that's why he likes baseball, and right. I just, I just thought it was such a random moment for them to just throw in there. It, it, like, it wasn't, like, I get it, because, like, if you're coming out, like, I bet there's no great moment for it, but, uh, but, yeah, it was just like, oh, like, I wasn't expecting, it was, just, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like a was what like, moment, oh. like, what? Yeah, that was funny, though. Cause they were all like, uh, yeah, we knew. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't bother me, but, like, I, I was, I, it felt like it was supposed to be a funny joke, because, it was right. yeah. It was supposed it was. to be misplaced on purpose. Like, oh, that's not what we're doing. What we were talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. That one just wasn't funny to me. It was just more of a confusing moment. But but I mean, yeah, if, that one didn't hear from me. But I mean, I guess if you didn't 
if you didn't already know that based on the like tiny little hints they gave, then you'd be like, oh, all right, that's weird. But because I knew it already, I was just like, yeah, that was supposed to be a, a funny. Yeah. But, you know, that's fine. And if they had reacted any other way, then yeah, it's fine. Then it would have been an issue. Yeah, they would have had a problem. A bigger issue. Um, okay. So what happened after the fight scene uh, with him? And they kidnapped her. They took her to the cell, and she stole the apple and all that. Yeah. Did they, um, did they not know what that apple was? They just thought they had a black apple. Yeah, I think they just thought. That, yeah, I don't. I don't remember them knowing. They didn't what talk it about was. the living tree. Yeah, they didn't talk about the living tree. And one, I don't, I don't remember think. where that apple came from. Like I just remember seeing it all of a sudden. Well, it was just in there. It was just in there. Oh, okay. Library. Just in there. okay. And I, yeah, like, and it, and I think we, I think that was their first time seeing it because only uh, Pedro knew about the library. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought okay. that was a cool, that was a cool, like, the bird. I mean, the books, like, being, like, looking like birds or whatever and start flying or whatever. That was cool. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. pretty cool. And then the, the, the notes. The, yeah, the that, notes. That me. was kind of funny. The yeah. uh, Steve, it almost, everything. It almost dragged on a little bit too long. <laughs> you know, Jordan got all... a time. Jordan got a, a joke shot clock. Like... <laughs> yeah, it, it was almost too long. It was like right at the cusp. Because I, I thought, because <laughs> I feel like they only really did it twice. So there was when Helen Mirren was actually reading it. Yeah, yeah and, that's the one I'm talking about. And then there was whenever they were trying to draft a second note and Steve was just writing everything that was being said. Yeah. I will say yeah, Demir when she was reading it, I, I agree. It went uh, it, it went it went two long. lines, yeah, probably two yeah. two lines too long. We like get they, it. They could have cut that off. They could have cut like some of the top part and then add at the end when he was like, Hey, everybody feel good about that. Like that was funny. But yeah, the fact that it lasted so long. Yeah, <laughs> like it lasted so long, it was like, okay, the joke ain't gonna hit as long as much. But no, I agree though. Like that part was funny. Even like you said, when he was talking about it in the end when he was in the chair. Um yeah, it was good, but I agree. Like, it definitely lingered a little bit, a little bit too long. But I, but like you said, that that whole feature of like the note turning into a bird and flying, that was cool. And then the fact that uh, Fred was like, uh, "Yeah, your knee, your knees uh, crack too much when you do it," as he <laughs> proceeds to walk with a crutch that I know is making a loud banging noise every time he moves. I'm like, "Come on now." I think that. The 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 creaky knees was for the old folks. Um, yeah. I did think that that was funny. That was funny. Is that your knees creak every time you move? And then see, yeah. But then that as was he funny. Proceeds to go on with his metal leg, trying to be James Bond. I'm like, come on, now. I know you getting called. Yeah, that was oh, funny. Yeah, because I mean, in order to move fast, yeah, he would have to be loud. But True. you know, also. I I guess Freddie because again there were a couple times where Freddie was just kind of like walking. Yeah. When he fell that when he fell down there in the pit with the dragon, he didn't have his crush the entire time. He was just walking. Yeah, he was. Well, he, he got up on the little rock. He got on the yeah. little rock. But then but then he stood up when the dragon came and he was kind of moving around. I think he not, can stand, but he can't. Like, I'm just... not clear as to what Freddie's situation is. Right, it's true. He might it's got like... a little. Uh, what's that? Is it MS? Multiple, multiple sclerosis, maybe. Um, I mean, and I'm guessing. sure. I'm sure they. I'm sure we could find out somewhere, but like, I don't care enough to go find out. But yeah, yeah Freddie got something that makes walking difficult sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they got that sometimes excuse, huh? Yeah, because he. 
he can walk without his crutch. I guess his crutch just makes it easier because he's only got one crutch. Um, right. But yeah, there again, there were sometimes that boy was moving. Yeah. Because I noticed I like when him. he when he hunched over a little bit more, he could go. Yeah. Like when he put his <laughs> back into it. Oh yeah. Boy, <laughs> um I will say um Megan Good kind of got annoying. Oh, I, I don't know. think so. I, I I think that was good. I she think she kind of got annoying to me. Well, she was appropriate, I think. Like I think no, she that, well I, I, did, but. I think the reason you were annoyed is because you were watching Megan Good play a mental 11-year-old or however that baby is. Yeah. So it it makes sense that you were like, "All right, enough of that." Yeah, like when she waved at the lady like, she was oh, coming at him when she kidnapped those cats yeah like, like, she was like oh titties and then just left with them <laughs> oh, oh yeah like, that's what we're doing now. okay come on now but uh i really yeah, overall, um, i don't know I, I was gonna say i like the parents yeah i did like the parents the mom, the mom looked good too. I knew it. I already knew. I, I knew that's where I was going. going. That's not even. <laughs> I already yeah. knew. I, as soon as you said parents, yeah. I was like, "Well, there we go." Yep. Yeah. She's. She you need. A, you need some time. You need ISO. <laughs> Talk about the mom. No, I will say that scene where she they was in the bed and she, you know, had on her pajamas. I was like, like we knew My bad for opening the door. Yeah, that was on you. That was on me. That's on you. But she I know the people we're dealing with here. But I really, yeah. I thought the parents. I agree. Did a great job, and uh, we we saw Billy get accepted by a mother. Like that's yeah, that, that was one do. of the one of the good things that we saw in this that movie. One, was that one didn't she, hit for me. I don't know. It didn't feel believable. Jesus, right. Jordan. Well, I will All say, right. like you're going far. That was a solid <laughs> it, moment. It, it it didn't hit for me. I'm not, yeah, because know. in the first movie. And maybe it's because you didn't rewatch the first movie, but in the first that movie, be, like yeah. his mom said, "Yeah, I saw you," and made it. It's just not a good time for me. Like I yeah. made a decision to abandon yes. you, yeah. and then for this woman to say, "I don't want to see Shazam. I need to see Bill before you go. I need to see my son." He saw his. Really? He saw his mom in the first one. Yeah, in the first yeah, one, he, he went got, like, to he, see her because the the uh, one of his brothers finds his mother because evidently she changed back to her maiden name and the police didn't think to do that. But yeah, they, the Asian kid finds his mom and then he goes to see her and she's like, wow, it's really you. You look like you're doing all right. And yeah, it was supposed um, to be this grand. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't remember. And, that at all. I only seen it once. So I will say. Yeah. And then, and then she was like, yeah, I, I saw you when the police had you and I was 17 and decided that they could do a better job of raising you, and you look like you're doing okay. Yeah, like, oh, I don't was, remember at all. For some reason, I thought he was abandoned as a baby, so I didn't think I didn't think about it at all. No, I don't no, no. That part at all. That's no, it why was, uh, it was him, rough. Yeah, him fearing of aging out was like legit. I was like, oh dang. Yeah, like his he had some like very serious abandonment trauma because he right. mentions like all the people that I ever cared about abandoned me, and yeah. and so yeah, like he found this family who he was initially trying to like get away from. And that's one of the interesting parallels that we see between the two movies. In the first movie, Freddie was trying so hard to be his friend and he was just like, no, thank you. And then in this movie, I remember that in this movie, he's trying so hard to spend time with Freddie and Freddie's like, dude, get off my back. Yeah. I'm trying to get this girl. Yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm trying to do my own thing and you are in the way. 
So yeah, I didn't we'll I didn't to. remember when the movie first started, I didn't remember like who with like which Shazam person was the kid. So I didn't realize like Freddie was the one that we was following, you know, being the Mr. Everything Power or something like that. Like I didn't realize that was Freddie at first because I couldn't remember what everybody looked like. Mm. Good on your yeah. Own. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, even though it I'll sounds just... like it wasn't worth your time. <laughs> no. I will say that's why I like Shazam one a lot more because it's about Billy more than it is about Shazam, which we obviously we get there. It's origin story and all. But I feel like this is just, it's tough, man. Because Billy, the dynamic between Billy and Freddy is great. Dynamic between Shazam and Freddy, eh, like real mid, honestly. And you we barely get that because Freddy's mostly with the wizard, which their yeah. dynamic wasn't just, I didn't just love, <laughs> you know what I mean? I could barely understand what my wizard friend was saying. Like he was talking so damn fast. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was, again, it was a little too much Shazam for me, but I, I get it. I mean, and I, I figured it would be like, I didn't think we would see very much Billy in this movie because right. Billy's not on the poster right. and he, now that he is Shazam, cause like in the first movie, we have to see him as Billy cause we have to see him get his powers in this right. movie. He's got his powers now. I did predict that when they got the staff, he would lose his powers at some point. Like I, I figured the family would lose their powers, but I, I just knew in my heart, Billy was going to, at some point not have powers because when they took Freddie's powers, I was like, Oh, that's going to be an issue. Right. And it wasn't Billy kept his powers the entire movie. He had no threat to his powers whatsoever. With the staff could could Shazam not use the staff? Because when he had, I was like, why don't he just shoot Lucy Lou's character? That's what I thought. The fact, and maybe he didn't know that, but the fact that Lucy Lou took Anne's powers away led me to believe that if Shazam wanted to, whenever he stole the staff from her while she was on the dragon, he could have just been like, boop. That's what and I ever, and Problems are Bro. solved. Everybody, everything's good. Or when he stole it and then tried to throw it back to Freddie and she just caught bro. it back. I was like, this dude is yeah. an idiot. <laughs> Me and both threw our hands up like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Why bro, it was like, it's like throwing a pick six and dude is just standing there. <laughs> I was like, he stole it, brags about it, tries to throw it across the room to somebody yeah. else. I was like, like I, I did say, like, what the fuck are you, what are you doing? <laughs> she caught that one like one hand. Like, oh, yeah, it's like, like, thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like it was that like he sense. threw it to her. Yeah, she was like, "Thanks, all right." Yeah, appreciate like, that. I don't think you throw it again. Yeah, like, what, what are you <laughs> like, doing? Yeah, bro, that that moment got me. I was like, "All right, all right." Yeah, that's what you have. hands up, like, bro, like what? Yeah, that oh, was. Yeah. And so, forgot about that. Yeah, that whole like wisdom of Solomon thing is it's bro. truly not. It was never there. A massive hole in his game. Like a massive. He was an idiot throughout the movie. And it was yeah. just like I don't know. Like he was and again, they, were, they they addressed it. They're like, so that uh that whole knowledge of solo man thing, like you're just not yeah, right. Not, yeah, you gotta consult that. with uh what's her name to make any plans. Yeah. An- another thing I thought about, and this could just be, you know, magic wonkiness, but when they pulled the bubble back in towards the middle of the movie. So when we first see the bubble, we see that stuff can't go through it either way. When they pull the bubble back in, stuff can go through it. I, I was think, thinking, is, is it because like she allowed it to happen like that? Is it because it was moving? 
Yeah, because the way it looked was the bubble once the bubble was like where it was going to be it like reset so it had like yeah it did like a whoosh thing and that was the bubble like stabilizing so while the bubble was moving it was permeable and then once it was where okay. it needed to be it like locked in yeah um so okay i, I thought about that i was like maybe that's what it was but i was like i don't know if it didn't do if it didn't like re reset at the end then i would have thought the same thing but like once it was set it did it like reblued or whatever like i don't know how to explain it but it like yeah, i saw it it did a wave and it was like yeah. okay that was it like resetting itself to be solid again so yeah. what powers does shazam actually have because we shoot he can shoot electric right because I mean, yes, we see and- him do that multiple times and he's super strong fast all that so um the letters in his name are for Solomon, which just is the biblical Solomon. So that should give him wisdom and the ability to figure things out and discern and just know shit. Um, Obviously, that's not what's happening here. Um, That's the one that's missing. Uh, The strength of Hercules, so super strong. Uh, The stamina of Atlas, so you know, super endurance and all that. Um, The speed of Mercury, so super speed, which we do see him use. Um, Zeus. So that's where the lightning comes from. Oh, okay. And then the courage of Achilles. So like no fear, super courageous or whatever, which also is like hit and miss. Yeah. Makes okay. sense. And even I, I remember in DC Comics, I think maybe five years ago, they made the actually the exclamation mark uh, stamps for something as well. But I don't remember what it was. I remember it was like a big deal. That I didn't mm. know. Yeah, um, that happened. I want to say maybe like 2018, 2017. Kind of makes sense because usually he says it with the you know exclamation. Yeah, it's like because it's always an exclamation mark there, and I can't remember what they said it was exclamation mark for. I feel like it was mm-hmm. something related to Black Adam though, but I don't remember what it was. I yeah. do like. I, don't know. I love the the Captain Marvel reference. I enjoyed that. I, I that caught that. Cool. I was caught that too. That was good. Yeah. I like that. And yeah. the uh, the person who said it was wearing the shirt that Billy wears in the comic books. Yeah. Like yeah. the red oh, shirt with that. the gold uh like ring around the top. Yeah, yep. like that, yeah, like he was wearing a Billy shirt. Right. So I, I thought that I like that. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I didn't notice that that's something I definitely would have missed. Um, um so I guess we get to the point where everybody has been stripped of their powers and she plants the tree. Now, oh yeah, all the monsters. Yeah. Now with the tree, that was an interesting interpretation of the uh, the tree of life. I the fact that it was an apple, and there are a lot of references here. I assume that that was a representation of the forbidden tree with the knowledge in the Bible. Yeah, because every it seems like everybody has a tree of life of some kind, right. and Agreed. the one that. The one that we are familiar with. I mean, even Dragon Ball Z has a tree of life. But yeah. the one that we are familiar authority with. Too. Yeah. The one that we know about is the one in the Bible. So I'm assuming this was like kind of a representation of the tree of knowledge with the forbidden fruit, with the apple being the forbidden fruit. And I wonder if the dragon protecting it is to represent the serpent in the garden. Mm. See that? I assume Uh, that, but I'm not sure. Also, um, Jordan, as 
a Godzilla fan, how did you feel about the dragon? Like I said, the design wise, I, I liked everything as far as like the head and I liked the body. The wings was like the biggest weak point for me. Um, also, with it being a wood dragon, I think that made it a little bit cooler in my opinion. Like I know Billy mm. mentioned that the whole wood thing didn't make sense, but I think overall it was a really good design. And I liked that it did like, um, first of all, it had the firepower, but also it had the power to basically, you know, strike fear in you, which I thought was a yeah. pretty good thing. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought the dragon looked good. I was also, the dragon, also kind of change sizes to me. I don't know. It's kind of weird because at one point when we first see the dragon, when you see it in the pit, it looks massive. Then when we see it again underneath the bridge, it doesn't look that big. And then once we see it again, or uh, when it busts out the house, it looks massive. But when we see it in the junkyard and it was like on that van, it didn't look that big. So I don't know, maybe that was just me, but I noticed like the dragon kind of looked like it was changing sizes and all that. Hmm. I, I, didn't know, I didn't notice that. I thought the same thing, but I I only noticed it, I think, like I didn't notice it that many times. I think that I only noticed it, like, from whenever, like, it looked like it was a different size from the rest of the movie and whenever, like, Lucy Lou was chasing people in the air. Like, those were the times when, to me, it looked like it may have been a different size. Like, whenever the dragon was on the ground, like, looking at people, and whenever the dragon was, like, flying around trying to follow people. But I attributed that to perspective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I noticed it real heavy once they was in a junkyard. Because in my mind, I would be like, okay, this is a massive dragon. So when they were in a junkyard, they would have been able to see it kind of come up on them before it actually landed on the on the um on that car or whatever it was and then when it actually landed on the car I was like it doesn't seem all that big but like I said mm -hmm. when you see it in the pit it looks massive yeah and yeah. the fact that Lucy Lou was riding it the entire time right. means that it should not have changed sizes right yeah. because she should have been the same size on it the entire time but yeah the only time I noticed it was not the same size is when it was in the air versus when it wasn't yeah, and I like the again, Khaleesi I think, reference. I was I was literally about to say that. Yeah, they got a little Game of Thrones reference right there called a Khaleesi. Yeah. yeah, but you know you can do that when you're Warner Brothers and HBO, huh? Because I noticed, did y'all notice all the other Warner Brothers stuff in there? They had a giant, not, the Iron Giant. Is Iron Giant? Mm -mm. Yeah, the cartoon, the Iron Giant. Billy had it on the T-shirt of the Iron Giant, and there was also another. There was a poster. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was a poster of another Warner Brothers um, uh, property in there as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice, right. nice little notes to their other thing. Iron so, Giant, underrated. So yeah, she plants the tree, and a bunch of mythical creatures come out. And I, I like the use of, uh, like we see the harpies, we see harpies, we see a minotaur, uh, we see uh, what's the lion one, the uh, uh, a chimera, yeah, a chimera, yeah. um. Yeah, we within we the see, fucking unicorn. Yeah, the that <gasps> unicorn. Yeah. I like they were black because if they would have been some sparkly, if bro, if they would have ate them skittles and turned and into turned a, into rainbows, bro, I, I thought that out. was going to I happen. Gonna not walk even lie. out. I was gonna walk out if that was the case. Like I was heavily looking, like bro, if these things change colors, bro, awesome skittles. <laughs> when the wizard basically said that they were like menacing and terrifying i 
didn't think they would be rainbowy. I thought they were either going to be like black like they were or they were going to look kind of like Pegasus and Hercules. But because he said they liked dark caverns, I was like, them being white wouldn't make sense. So I definitely thought there were about to be some white unicorns. I definitely thought that. No, I, I figured like until like up until we saw them, I was like, I bet they're going to be just dark and yeah. and like evil looking and menacing because that's what they were presented as. But she, she, threw them, she threw them Skittles in the air and supposed to be Ambrosia. I'm like, come on, man. They just <laughs> slowly froze on the Skittles and then the, the unicorn just smelled. I'm like. What are we doing? And then the <laughs> fact that when she was riding it, and then you get the line, uh, taste the rainbow, mother. I'm just like that. Def- I told, I leaned over to a brand. I said that brand is giving me Thor: Love and Thunder vibe right there. That that end scene with all the kids fighting. It is yeah. definitely oh. did. Uh, when he ran, just spiked uh, the thing. Oh, uh, that I was like, dang. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. The wizard said they're ruthless. Yeah, you just. And- <laughs> And that's like, what, oh. The harpies saw the unicorn. They were like, "Oh shit, we're leaving." Yeah, yeah. like the the harpies knew. Like, nah, we don't want nothing to do with that. Right. I'm surprised we didn't get more of that scene actually with them going around rounding up. Because I mean, you see them kind of hit on that first um, that first cyclops, and then you really don't see them again towards until the end of the movie when the unicorns disappear. Sure. Because then you see sure. they have everybody rounded up. I'm surprised they didn't spend more time with them, like just going around showing them, you know, murking stuff. No, I agree. I agree. It was again. I know a lot of people died, though. I know a oh, lot yeah. of people died. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. the harpies were yeah taking people up in the air and then just dropping them for a ride. Bro. Yeah, the chimera was spitting hot fire. Yeah, like I was like, God, these people are dying. Like, yeah, there's a lot of death in this movie. So, and and again, like DC and collateral damage, there is always a lot of collateral damage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marvel keeps it relatively contained with collateral yeah. damage. Like we see some some buildings get destroyed, and you know some innocent bystanders may die. But in DC, there's a lot of bodies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's I, an I'm event. Still trying to, I'm still trying to figure out how. Uh, I can't think of the name of that god when she got stabbed through the body with by the dragon. Yeah, uh, Hespera. Yeah, which I'm like, I hey. assume I'm saying right, but how uh, she survived that. I don't think that's a real name, so I don't know. And because she's a god, and they needed her for later, that's how she survived. <laughs> for story purposes, just don't. like yeah, like for for the yeah, plot, I'm like because once like, yeah, because once because uh, she had a hole in her, yeah, her, that was a, but she slid brutal. down on the dragon, so you know the hole got a little bit bigger. Yeah, but then once uh, once Shazam did what he needed to do, she was like, "All right, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, it's my time. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, I'm peace out. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> That's my and turn. she she got Thanos snapped. So yeah, you know yeah. it's I don't and and what I I guess because one thing that confused me a little bit was we see Lucy Lou like get hit and then she like reappears and we see the like scars on her face heal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can they heal or not? That was odd to me. That was odd. Maybe because the maybe because the dragon was magic. Oh wait, when she got when she got, I thought was on the dragon. I thought old boy hit her with some lightning, and yeah. that's why she was in that situation. Because like she was, 
incapacitated for like a while because this is so many dragon like this is before yeah, the dragon so so there. maybe maybe lightning is in magic so she got the scar on her face but when oh girl got stabbed by the dragon the dragon is magic but the, the lightning is absolutely that. magic because the lightning is zeus power yeah but it's still lightning yeah but it's magic lightning that's the whole thing oh yeah i don't know then yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know a lot of holes because, uh, yeah like I don't think they should have shown her heel because one of the points that she makes in the movie is you can be hurt by magic. Magic kills magic. Like that's she makes that point loudly. She does. And they and, reinforce it with Shazam's getting hurt. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how she healed herself because chaos powers don't allow that. Right. As far as I understand. Um and also they said that uh Helen Mirren had powers of elements but she felt real just telekinetic to me she did it one time like lit yeah. the uh, bar on fire and that was it yeah like yeah. other other than that she was just like stopping people where they stood she, and like bringing Gray. her and throwing people like she was she was very much just like throwing people with telekinesis so i don't understand that yeah and for them to say that she had the power of the elements, it's like that's not. I don't. I don't know that that's that's not one of the elements I know about. <laughs> but uh, you know, perhaps oh, I uh, have been misinformed about what that the game. Is. Uh, let, let me ask you since since I don't really know DC. I mean, I know DC, but not a lot. When Shazam's costume got kind of burnt up, was that? Any like costume look or anything because he, he kind of looked like Black Adam for a he, just, I think know, it, Black Adam Black. I think it was an homage to Black Adam, uh, and I think yeah. that's all that that's all it was to me was Agreed. them saying, Yeah, we know Black Adam wasn't in this movie, so here you go. Okay, yeah, because I don't I don't remember him ever wearing a black, you know, obviously that's Shazam's like because again, that's yeah, like Black Adam, like the Black, black Adam is just literally. Shazam, like it's it's a black suit with a lightning bolt that you can see. Like that's what it is. And other than the cape, like he looked yeah. like Black Adam. So I think oh that's what that was because we know that Black Adam isn't gonna like we know that that's done. So I think that that was I think they did that on purpose, making him look like Black Adam, just to be like, yeah, see, this is the best you're gonna get. <laughs> Another thing was, and I remember leaning over to Brandon saying something to him in the movies. Does everybody just know what Batman sounds like? Because there was a point in the movie, and uh, they said something that Batman would have said. And I yeah, was like, they. Um, well, one of the things that uh, Freddie says is um, he he discerns that the wizard is the wizard, and says like one of the ways he does that is like sounds like Batman. Yeah, yeah. So I, was, I guess people does bruce wayne does batman do interviews like how do people know what batman sounds like i would I assume mean, that it's just uh people's accounts it's just common knowledge i'm assuming and, like, the, and also the fact that everyone has a smartphone i'm sure that someone has captured batman doing the now talk yeah thing oh, okay but yeah i think that uh, because he had a battering so like batman's obviously around yeah. but yeah, I I would assume Batman does not do interviews. Speaking of battle rings, this is going to be completely random again. Do Batman just leave those things in the wall or people just go pick them up and take them back home? I mean, he, uh, he don't recover. 
So people for this project is a hell of batterings out there. People just collecting. I mean, at least probably. with Spider-Man, like his 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 webs, they disappear, like they dissipate. But I mean, Batman should stay there. That'd be kind of cool to have like a Batman battering. Yeah, got a little blood on it. <laughs> yeah, I assumed dope. that he collected them at the end of the night, but I did. <laughs> what? He just go Hold back. On. And get them. Spencer, what? I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that he does it, but I would assume he sends Alfred on that errand. <laughs> what? Alfred, no, bro, Alfred, that's, no, Alfred that gotta go abuse. get those. That is abuse. Alfred's like, 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 happen, like, I'll I'll when like you're ring, them, 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 you know them easily probably cost like a thousand, two thousand dollars to make. So, I mean, just, he's just gonna let them things go. I mean, uh, but, yeah, like, bro, you gonna, so you had a full battle with Raja Ghoul. Or, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, all right, Alfred, or, hit it up. <laughs> or perhaps they all go to evidence and James Gordon returns them to him. Okay, that's more of a smart uh, like, yeah, I like that like thinking better. But like, yeah, in my head, in my head now, somebody somebody coming to get him. Like in my head, yeah. Alfred would have a mission. Hey, go collect he and Joker's layer. Like doing this tonight. He just got yeah, he just fought Joker. Hey, uh Alfred, go hit up his layer. Alfred, Alfred, I'm tired. Go uh, yeah, I threw I'm getting think. Me. I think I threw 12, yeah, but like, I may I, have thrown 13. It's like <laughs> in the belt, I started with 20. I got eight <laughs> left. So yeah, 12 of them out there. I need uh, them all. I need all I need of them, them back. all back. Yeah, yeah I, I, I never thought about that till just now. Like, dang, what happened to his batteries? <laughs> I've always thought he just let them things go. Like, you got a no, man, he, he hit up his manufacturer and he's like, give <laughs> me some like, more. Yeah, Lucy, so sure people, people, random citizens just got some batterings with them, with DNA yeah. evidence on them. Oh yeah, but it's up. It's up his I, uh, website. I assume that uh, they go to police evidence, and then James Gordon handles it. Is, I'm letting you know right now. If I find a battering on the ground, I'm flipping that thing on eBay. Oh, absolutely, oh, sure. like, that, <laughs> Yeah, I'm absolutely. Bruce Wayne is probably the one that's gonna buy it. He got, a, he, got a, he got a fake account. He got a ghost account. He yeah. just it, adds it to his cart. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Yeah, I hear bidding on it. Uh, like, yeah, damn it. Probably get beat by some 13-year-old boy yeah. at the last second. I'm sure, I, yeah, I'm sure he's already got the algorithm to make that happen automatically. Like, damn like, it, it, Billy Batson, 3000 just bid <laughs> a dollar more. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know. I, I never thought about the, his, his batterings. No, that's a good that's question, funny. but yeah, like I said, I had just decided. Yeah, he goes and gets them some kind of way. <laughs> that's yeah, a can't just, question. I'm gonna he can't just leave them in the streets. Like that's that's not good. It definitely seems like a Batman thing to do, though. Just bro, you remember you roll over that thing with your car and your tire just going flat? Oh, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be yeah, you have a lot of a lot of lawsuits. Oh yeah, but uh, but I mean, yeah. in in the first one, Billy says it's a replica. But okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Freddie says it's a replica. But um, anyway, back to the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. No, you're good. It was. I'm. It was a great question, and I'm really glad we talked about it because uh, <laughs> I I thought about it and dismissed it, but I had to rethink about it. <laughs> so I was like, "What do you mean? Of course it goes and gets them." Like, no, that's not feasible. Yeah, yeah it's not logistical. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I will we, say, uh, oh, right. yeah, I guess we, we still got a few more scenes. Um, so in the dome, what 
Like, so you're telling me the lightning. Yeah, you're telling me that you <laughs> can that overload the staff, and that's the way to do this. And so instead of just shooting lightning directly into the staff, <laughs> you decide to be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I definitely and, thought about that. I was like, and why also, you just hold it and charge it? Yeah, like you also shot off like six, but there's lightning everywhere. Bro, it's like thousands of lightning bolts going off. Yeah. You shot a 10. And it's what, 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 how? And if the dome is impenetrable, how did you, how did the Shazam lightning get I, into the dome? I, I thought that one I didn't like. That one I was like, wait a minute. I wonder if it shocked the dome, which therefore, I don't know. I can't no. make a hole. I can't because make an excuse if, for that one. If his lightning couldn't get through the dome, then why was That's the Shazam facts. lightning able That's to get facts. through the dome? Again, guys, this is, I believe this was a but superhero yeah, movie that did not take things very seriously. Because if you did, you would have thought, how the hell is he supposed to get a Shazam through all this? Like, yeah, that, that final fight, it, it was it was stupid. It was dumb. And I know that I'm sitting here saying why this should have been logical with a guy who can fly and throw lightning, but it didn't make any fucking sense. No, like, and my thing is, you know, you know me, I'm a little less like nitpicky with those type of things. But if you directly show us that lightning does not get through the barrier, I therefore now have a logic to go off of. I therefore now go, okay, these are the rules you've established. So you're going to go by those rules for the rest of the movie. That's not what they did. Like they did no. through a, like that didn't make sense. That part did not make yeah, sense. I was like, why he just didn't hold it and just charge his lightning into it. But, but how was those? Yeah. Because that, like, I just knew that's what he was going to do. Like he was just going to hold it with one hand and then like use the other hand to light exactly. that thing up. And that, that's what it was going to be. And he was going to like give an inspiring speech while he did it. Yeah, he was just going to sit there and listen because you know that's what happens. Right. Uh, another thing, I thought he also was going to hit her with like a when once he charged up, I thought he was going to hit her with like with some blast from the staff because like when it got mm. when it got completely dark, I think I thought he was just going to fire off a blast from it. Gotcha. No, he didn't do it. No, I thought the I thought the staff was going to detonate like in his hand, but oh, it was a bomb. Yeah. yeah, but one thing that also, and maybe this is a nitpick, but. The fact that it destroyed the tree, but all the baseball shit was still <laughs> there. Like what? How, like, it should have. It should have been a crater, and that's yeah. It. yeah. Like, Seat one twelve still there. Yeah, like I could still see bleachers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but, so yeah, like it should have just been like there should have just been a chasm. It should have been yeah. an almighty push. Yeah, and that was it. Yep. But somehow, everything take this so seriously. It just took out the tree. There was still grass. Yeah, Phil was Phil was up, like up, uh, pretty, pretty in, good, in pretty good shape. You sweep the ashes up to the side. You you got a baseball game, baby. Yeah, because we know why Lucy Lou was dead because we've seen when gods die, they Thanos snap. So her not being there made sense. The dragon, right. cool. Them being gone, I get. Right. Uh, and Billy's body still being there, I guess, made sense. But um, yeah, there was a lot of shit that survived in the dome. Yeah, for it to have been a bomb that would destroy everything. Exactly. 
I, I feel like Billy should have been a lot worse than what he was because Billy should now, have been that should have been a close. He cast. should have been ashes too because he was well, already he was already little Billy about time it hit because he says Shazam and then it yeah. went off. Uh, yeah, because the so lightning and going. that's the thing. Did the lightning hit the staff and him at the same time? The lightning getting in there is stupid. I assume <laughs> I assumed it hit everybody at the same time. That's what yeah. I thought happened. So yeah, like he when when the flash happened, he was human, and yeah, yeah, he was dead. And you know, d- d- were <laughs> I assume I know the answer to this, but did that moment hit either of you emotionally? Whenever <laughs> Freddie was <laughs> like, nope. Whenever Freddie was like, you asshole, why would you do that? It was supposed yeah. to be all or nothing. Yeah, that whole thing. Yep. Um, I, I were just unbothered. I wish it would have, but definitely they did not. <laughs> Didn't even. It was more emotional seeing fucking Zondu uh, getting taken out, and yeah. you know, and, and Guardians too. That was way more emotional. Oh, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, that one. I, I legit almost legit almost cried. Now, where this one didn't even whimper, didn't even take it seriously. To be honest, you was over there laughing at him, weren't you? <laughs> No, I was just like, oh, all right, let's move on. We know he's not dead. Like, let's go. It's like, good. I hate a family. Good. Get rid of him. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I thought, I thought he was dead for sure. Because I was was thinking, because this is like the last like DC, you know, thing. I I thought he was gonna be dead. So I also like when he died. I was like, oh, good. Okay. Like passing on to Freddie. Yeah, we're we're doing it. Like he's he's dead and. Because when when I started this movie, I said nothing matters because Flashpoint's going to reset this anyway. So right. they can do whatever the fuck they want. And so because I knew that, I was like, "Oh, he's dead! Like yeah. he's actually dead. He's we're not going to see him again until Flashpoint resets things. Like, oh, we're done here." Right. And I was hoping that was the case because right. that would have felt like some some real stakes and it's like oh oh they act okay they actually did it and yep. then wonder woman appears bro this is so and it was they actually wonder woman they should have took that part off and put it on like a future movie so let everyone think that shazam is dead and that whatever the future movie is they start with that wonder woman bringing him back to life like i, I would have that would have been, been good yeah like i'm I, I thought that like the movie was gonna end at his funeral, and then maybe something happens in the after credit scene. But I didn't think they were just gonna bring him back. But when Wonder Woman showed up, I was like, "Oh god damn it, yeah. he's he's gonna be fine." And that it's is one thing. Scene. That's one thing. Okay, that's one thing that I did think <laughs> was interesting. Um, and I say this because I, as far as I know, Flashpoint is the next DC item. So in Flashpoint, Wonder Woman actually brutally murders Billy. And oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that in this movie, she's the one who actually brings him back to life. And again, that's interesting just because Flashpoint is the next live action movie that we're getting. Right. And so I, I don't know if. I was supposed to notice that or if that was a thing, but I thought it was interesting that in Flashpoint, like she, oh, she kills Billy. Yeah, it's that bad. was rough. Because yeah. uh, one, that Wonder Woman, oh, she does not play around. Right. 
And I, yeah, that is a good point. Good parallel. I I wonder. So I, I was a little disappointed with the the comeback. Like it just was kind of she held it up, thunder hit it, then she like put it in the ground. Things start coming alive. Really, nothing happened to the grave. Really, like we get like underneath. There's some things going on, to, but it, I like expected like some thunder to come or him to say or thunder to hit. We don't hear Shazam obviously because he's under dirt. But thunder to hit, then he comes out. Where for him to just pop out, I'm like, oh, that was kind of, oh yeah. Uh, well, no, I think they were they were trying to do the like zombie thing. Yeah, the zombie thing, but because he was dead, so he couldn't say Shazam. And Billy can still die, but I guess Shazam can't, maybe? So he needed to be Shazam when he popped out. But the lightning hitting him, I guess, wouldn't have made sense because he wouldn't have called it down. So whenever she hit the ground, I guess that's what did. I don't know. That didn't bother me. Hey, Flashpoint, if I remember right, didn't Wonder Woman kept making him say Shazam or something like that? No, she she made him... uh, say Shazam to kill him because yeah. in oh that's what it was like that okay. version of him I think all six kids turned into one person right yeah okay and so I whenever now. yeah so she makes him un Shazam and then she pulls Billy out of the group of kids and then yeah R.I.P. alright my bad but yeah uh, I also thought that lightning was going to strike the ground as well though but I guess it would also if that would have happened, maybe it would have destroyed the flowers all around them. So I don't know. And um, yeah, like that would have, um, again, that would have taken away from the whole zombie surprise thing because they didn't expect him to just like reach out of the ground. But if the gra- if lightning struck, they would have been like, "Oh, he's fine." How did they get up there? Um, <laughs> how did they get up there? I want to say I guess, one of them doors leads up there, but yes, I may be wrong. That's exactly right because that's how oh, yeah. Helen Mirren got out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they, when, when they was up there, I was like, I'll stop. I was like, wait, if we see now, the clouds, how do you get up there? Now the question I do have is how were they allowed well, no, in? No, Savannah was able to do it because I was going to say but, I thought. So I thought that. I thought that one of the things that Shazam says in the movie is you have to have God powers in order right. to get here and y'all right. don't. So right. Helen Mirren, you're stuck here. They can't come get you. So, so how did the parents and so how did if, the other kids get there? Yeah. Like if none of them had God powers, how did they get to the rock of eternity that then allowed them to get to uh, the, you know, God space or wherever they were. Because right. um, Anne couldn't have got him there because no. she ain't got she, she don't have powers. Like no, nope, nobody had powers. But yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. See, I would assume that Anne just knew how to get them there. If I had to guess, Again, even if she knew though, it wouldn't even matter. A movie yeah, like, she that did not take itself seriously. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know what she could have done to get them there if powers are required to get in or out. Right, but yeah, like they said, he was a god. He needs a god's funeral. All right, how do we do that? That was uh, I thought it was funny when he was like, "I know your dad's powers are coursing through me, but we're not technically related." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. My man trying yeah. to get her. I don't blame yeah. him. That was funny. And I don't blame him. 
uh, the mom is like, what's with my boys and older women? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling yeah. you that that six thousand year old girl with that seventeen year old boy is a little problematic. Uh, I will say that is why I worded oh. it the way I did in my synopsis. Brandon, we didn't we didn't talk about it. Okay, when she lost her powers, how come she didn't turn into an old woman? Oh, I, we expected her to. I was I don't yeah, know why that, she didn't. That I, was just a, a I, I thought that was just a you will be human from here moving forward. Okay. I can see that. Because in um in a worse movie, uh The Eternals, they use the power to make Sprite into a, uh, a kid forever. Uh, yeah, in because she was a kid forever because she was an AI. And then um old girl was like, I'm going to make you human so that you can age. Yeah, that's right. Because she was mad she couldn't age. Yeah. yeah, so I I I thought it was one of those situations. It's like, okay, moving forward, you are now human and will age. I can I can, I can accept that. That's fine. I can accept that. Yeah. So it's uh, a good question. Like she should have just like fallen apart. <laughs> how do we feel? My last question: How do we feel about Shazam joining the Justice Society and that whole scene in general? Yeah, I would say let's talk about the last two end credit scenes. Yeah. Oh, wait. First, before we do that, um. So, I don't know if I quite understand the situation with the wizard. Like, is so that was just fucking stupid. So, so, so he's just he has powers, I guess, and he's gonna keep the staff. And I don't know what the staff allows him to do. And he's just gonna like travel the world through Uber. Like, yeah. I don't until Shazam come and fuck him up. That's all I know. <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, not Shazam, Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I that that I was... whole scene was thorough. like they could have took that scene out. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Didn't but... it, it didn't make sense. It was, and the fact, yeah, it was like, all right, bro, you don't even look like a wizard anymore, bro. Like, I think that was the point. Um, I know, but it's just like. All right, like that's a big staff. What are you gonna do with it? Where are you gonna put it? I mean, if he has powers or whatever, then he can do what he wants. I don't, I don't understand, like, because and also the wizard's name is Shazam. So, for the wizard to say your name is Shazam, Shazam Junior. I, mm, I Captain Do Everything Junior, whatever you call. Yeah, um, and the junior was a reference to uh, the comic books because uh, Freddy's character is called Captain Marvel Junior in the comic books, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, correct. So him yeah, saying correct. that to him was a reference to that. Yeah, but anyway, sidebar. Yeah. Um, just Justice Society though. That sounds like a man, uh, peace peacemakers group is about to be part of the Justice Society, huh? I think I, I love Peacemaker and I love it when I see Harcourt. Yeah. And stuff. Same. Same. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work out. If he joins that team, I don't know how it's going to work out. Well, he's so I was still enjoying this. I think so. We know how the Just Society in Black Adam didn't they work with Waller, right? Yeah, they worked so with Waller, kind of. Yeah, two so, squads. So she has two squads, right? Yeah. So she. So it kind of makes sense that Shazam would join the team with Hawkman, should have been um, Dr. Fate, uh, you know, other members of that team. That makes sense, 
rather yeah. than him joining Suicide Squad would make zero sense. But him joining Justice Society makes sense. It, it aligns. And, a lot of those characters make sense. I mean, the Justice Society wasn't explained well at all. Um, that was one of my issues with Black Adam was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So I... He poked fun at it too. Yeah. Like, he's, like, there's a, he's like, you get to join the Justice. He's like, yes, I've been waiting on it. And then she's like, the Society. He's like, well, that's confusing. He's like, the I'm, Justice I'm, Society. Yeah, wait, what? I'm mad that you mentioned the Justice League. Like, if I was James Gunn, I would have been like, don't, don't say Justice League. Do not say Justice League. Because I am creating a Justice League. That and if we're really doing Superman at a certain point, Batman at a certain point, I don't want to just a Justice League that's already created. I'd like to see that be formed, or at least well, give me the opportunity to do so. Don't just say there already is a Justice League. Well, in the world that he exists in now, there is one because this Shazam exists in the same world as Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill. Like and True, uh, but Jason Suicide Momoa Squad doesn't. Or uh, uh, Peacemaker, and then technically, no, which I think Batman they, is that? Yeah, yeah, they I, also exist in the I same think, universe. I think they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, they all, oh, they all thinking, exist. Because I nothing's weird. nothing's been reset. The only people who don't exist in this world are the Batman and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. But I think everyone from Man of Steel right. is yeah. in this world. Because remember, at the end of Peacemaker, we see Aquaman and Flash. Yeah, true. So, I guess like, that's Black they, Adam. That's all one world, and Black Adam too, because we see Superman visit him. I'm and, surprised there was no mention of someone who looked just like Shazam in this, like a news report saying, like, oh, like you see, like on a background TV, like, oh, something happened in Egypt, which a Shazam looked like. I think or whatever. I think they like. probably did, but they probably cut it because James, they're not doing the Black Adam. They're, yeah. they're never going to yeah. meet in this universe anymore. Yeah, that was, so that was kinda... probably in yeah, the original good, plans. Good, right. Good point. Yeah, they probably good cut point. that out. It was probably a good idea. Because Black Adam may have been originally supposed to be the villain in this movie. Was I think, I think it then. was supposed to potentially be the next. But yeah, we know how all that yeah. stuff went but yeah I, I am excited honestly the best <laughs> the best scene in the movie to be is the Just Society one because I was like oh okay cool him joining Just Society that, that's cool think of Hawkman trying to settle down a Billy Batson or a Shazam like, he would be pissed off at, the, at him or trying to yeah. rail him in because so, he was already he was having problems with uh, Adam Smasher. Smasher yeah exactly like he gonna be his dad again <laughs> have to be his dad energy um, I'm still pissed. Doctor Fate is gone. Still pissed about that. They need to apologize about that. But otherwise, <laughs> that I'm, was I'm excited nonsense. for that. Doctor yeah. Fate will, I guess, live on through fucking Hawkman. Yeah, so let's not, yeah, let's not get into it. So the final, final nonsense. end credit scene. I definitely, I got lost. I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was Brainiac at first. That's what so, I thought. Brain. I was like, I was like, is that Brainiac? So Mister Mind is a villain, like a Shazam villain, I'm pretty sure, and there's an end credit scene in the first movie where we see Mr. Mind, like, scheming and stuff, and so I think we were led to believe in that movie that there would be some fruit here, and mm. I feel like they added this because we know that there never will be. Right, and so yeah. that's why they did the I thought you oh. had a plan. Yeah. 
makes sense. And then he leaves without saying anything because we're never going to get whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. If that would have been it Brainiac, a- though. That would have been cool. Well, Brainiac's a Superman villain. So if it was Brainiac, it wouldn't have made sense. I mean, he's fought all of them, but yeah, well, you're right. yeah. Like, origin to bring him on his first appearance yeah, to bring him here would have been like, why? It could have been a yeah. Thanos thing, though. Like, you know how they teased him at the end of the Avengers. True. So it could have been something like that. True. But that was still a group situation. Like to bring in like somebody else's main villain in a solo movie would have been like a trash ass solo movie. That would have that would have been a really risky move, and I mean that's the difficulty with doing a Shazam franchise without with no Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bench is very weak. (laughs) Like you have maybe one villain. Yeah, you've already used Savannah, and so now they had to just come up with some shit. Yeah, it's just like now you're picking from some. But I. I will say one thing that I feel like this movie did well was referencing from and continuing the first movie. Um, since I like just watched it, um, I, I I feel like they did a good job of continuing, like making a sequel and pulling stuff from the first movie that was like happening in this one. Because I feel like sure. there are a lot of movies that like forget stuff from the first one or they don't reference it well but i i feel like this movie did a good job of saying like no this happened in the first movie and these are the consequences from that staff yeah because you know we figured him breaking the staff which didn't mean anything but evidently that's why we're here right but it felt like yeah because that was just a just a eh, like that that could have been a throwaway thing but So the fact that that's what led us here is I thought that was I, I thought that was well done, generally speaking. I guess let me ask you now. So now that we've kind of talked about the movie, went through the whole movie, has you guys' score increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Stayed the same. I know yeah, for me it still stayed the same, still four point five. Yeah, three three point five. It's solidified. Yeah, because again, like I didn't hate it. There were some things I enjoyed about it, but uh, there were some things that could have been handled a little better. I feel like this movie has solidified a change that I'm seeing, a disconnect I'm seeing. So you, so I follow a lot of like, um, you know, comic book people on Instagram, social media, whatever. And they they do a lot of like they get invited to these red carpets, premieres, and all that stuff, and then they review the movie and they're like spoiler free, and they'll be like, "Hey, this is a great movie." And then they'll maybe like rank them or whatever. And like it's been a like four or five movies now where they they have a certain feel about a movie, and then I'll go in and I'm like, "Dang, I'm drastically different," like drastically. Like they were saying this movie's good, but don't worry about the box office numbers. I see why the box office numbers are what they are. Like, I, it definitely makes sense. It would seem to me like they're paid to do that because I, it would be, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, Charles is not being invited, but right. it <laughs> seems like they would say, yeah, if we're going to pay you to come here, you can't just shit on our movie. Well, I, I think for some of these people, some people are definitely paid, but some of them, they want 
they invite them for free. Like they invite these outlets for free, watch the movie. So then you can go hype it up free advertising basically for us. We ain't got to pay you nothing. Now there are some, definitely some folk out there that like every movie is the greatest thing to ever come out. And that Um, might be so that they continue to get invited because it's, if, if you shit on one movie, then they may be like, well, we're not bringing him back. Right. And I, and I know there's one guy specifically now that I'm like, and he does like Marvel's official podcast. I'm like, all right, bro, you're all right, you're probably too deep into <laughs> if Marvel's it. paying him to yeah, yeah, no, he's yeah, yeah. He, so he's I'm on like, payroll. Right. So. And I'm just like, so it's a lot of people. I'm just like, uh, but I I do also think this was for some people, they went into this with no expectations, which I didn't either, but they probably just wanted to have a good time. They knew it they meant the stakes meant absolutely nothing and they were just like all right let me just have a good time i also tried to go in there with that but i was you know disappointed but i think that as fans of this medium uh we can be harsher critics um because for somebody who doesn't know comic books very well they are either going to be pretty okay with how this movie happened because they enjoyed the jokes or whatever or they're gonna look at the plot holes and be like oh this movie makes no sense yeah definitely now and i think you know i mean i'm not the biggest like poke holes and plots guy but if your jokes aren't hidden and you ain't you got holes in your plot oh you're you're gonna struggle that's a double Um, homicide yeah so i i just i'm very interested in like DC, I'm and I'm I'm still optimistic about DC. None of my opinions have changed about the future of DC. I think it's gonna be great. I think James Gunn doesn't miss on stuff like this as far as like uh, details. Yeah, because uh, I mean we've we've already discussed that uh you know DC live action movies, box yeah. office, theatrical, very spotty. Yeah. And I think now that we have one direction, okay, now we can I think we'll be fine. This is just kind of the last remnants of that old culture. So oh, def- definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, I didn't see uh, James Gunn's name in the credits, and maybe it was, and I just wasn't paying attention. But like, I nah, did not see his name involved very smartly. Think, yeah, he was like, "Nah, that's not mine, bro." I, I to this when I walked out that theater, I thought about because when he was doing his announcements for the DC slate, he specifically he brought up every movie that was coming up before. And he, he usually had a comment. He was like, Flash, one of the greatest superhero movies I've ever seen. I'm, We are super excited for it. Uh, and that's why we're going to keep it on the slate. And he was like, Shazam 2. All right. Then now, later on, we'll have Aquaman 2. <laughs> like, he didn't say anything. And so I was like, oh, that's not good. Like, But I was like, oh, I'll give him benefit of the doubt. Maybe he just didn't, you know, passively just didn't have a comment for it. But now I'm thinking, I'm like, nigga, I wouldn't have said nothing either. I don't know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, that thing is coming out. But then look, really look forward to Flash. Flash is going to be great. Because so, Flash, yeah. he's got his hands in because that's what he's using to restart everything. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, he would say, yes, one of the greatest things you'll ever see. Uh, stamp of approval. Exactly. Exactly. To, I guess to kind of finish things out, should we go ahead and do Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, we probably should. Keep keep in mind this is opening weekend too, so I never know how that's gonna affect things. 
Well, that's just like for like if people like listen to this episode and they don't know the time frame. Oh, for it, like we're watching it open right. weekend. You know, months from now, when someone listens, it could be higher, could be lower. It'll probably so. be. I don't know. I I never know anything. So, mm. uh, who like to go first on the critic score? Mm. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, I'll let you go first. Critic score? Yeet. I'm going to say 58. That's really generous. Um, yeah, I know. I want to say more like, you know, I feel like it's in the 40s. Like, I. I want to say 48. Yeah, I'm going to say 48. Okay. Uh, Closest to the bucket is definitely Spencer. Um, The Rotten Tomatoes critic score with 175 reviews is at 53%. So that means we're equally the same. Yeah, we'll have five. Yeah, but without going over. You got to think about that. Oh, Oh, so it's uh, Price is Right rules. Yeah. We were right equally rules. far. Yeah, yeah that makes you sense. know what? That's that's what we're gonna do now. Price is right rules, you know, without going okay. over. Okay. Uh audience score. So Brandon, now I gotta, now I gotta underrate. Um <laughs> audience. Ugh, okay, audience box office numbers are low. I'm gonna go sixty-eight. Sixty-eight, Spencer. Um, I would assume audiences are usually a lot more generous than critics. And if the critics put it in the 50s, the audience probably went in the 70s. So I'm going to say 74. Okay. Spencer is definitely, once again, closest to the bucket. Uh, the audience score with a thousand plus verified reviews is sitting at an 87%. You what? Yeah, that's way hard. And I thought 80, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, bro, <laughs> bro, this is 87? Yeah, yeah that's that's harder than what Ant Man was. This, that's crazy. This confirms that a lot of these critics or a lot of these audience people are like they shit on Marvel on purpose. Like they whether the movie's good or not, they you know. Uh, what are they? What's the word for it? Where they rate it badly on purpose? I forgot what the word, but the review uh, bombing. Yeah, review bomb. They review bomb because it's obvious, bro. Like, there's no way this is at 87. percent This has no. This should have nowhere should have started over a 70. Bro, Ant Man three is 80. Ant Man three is at 83. percent Wow. Yeah, and that's like after I'm sure a ton of votes now. Yeah, a it's ton like of, over 10,000. Yeah. Like and that makes sense. But to me, that I agree. I'm I'm around that place. But this movie, bruh. That's because uh, that. I again I didn't hate it, but 87? Yeah, that's too high. That is very generous. That is I'm I, that's I, honestly I'm one surprised. of the highly rated in first weekend. I take that in count. But yeah, because we're doing DC movies. 87 is really high. DC movies, I bet you the Batman what is, is the only other one. What is Shazam 1, uh, Jordan? Uh, Shazam 1. Because Shazam 1 on. is a better movie. Absolutely. 82% from the audience and 90% from the critics. Wow. Okay. 90, I, I really enjoyed Shazam, but I, I didn't expect it to be like unanimous like that. Um, 
What about the Batman? Which I still haven't seen. I don't know why I'm sleeping it's on that damn one. Shame. I know. I said just 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 watch it. I know. It's uh it's actually sitting at eighty seven percent as well. That's so people think that this movie is up there with the Batman. That that makes me not want to see the Batman even more now. See? Bro. Wow. But I will say people are like trying to be cool and go against the Batman now. They're like, oh, oh so they're great. Yeah, they're they're one of the you know how people do. Like Endgame wasn't that good. Like it was, you know, it was ever, you know, those type of people. Um, but yeah, the Batman is not even a Batman of the film. This was a, <laughs> this was a movie. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's crazy to me. I did not think it was gonna be the dude. The Suicide Squad two, uh, the Suicide Squad is eighty two percent. This is wild. This, I think yeah, it's this just is, purely so, off of the amount of reviews. They, I guess because yeah, like that I, one only got twenty five hundred plus reviews. Okay, yeah, I'm giving up on the superhero on the audience. I was gonna so, say because I now I want to see how it compares to like several Marvel movies, but I also don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's tough one, man. That's, that's um, that's surprising. I did not think that the audience would feel that way about it. Um, again, like low eighties, okay, but eighty-seven is uh, that's that's uh, that's that's generous. It just goes to show you what we what do we know, huh? I guess. Yes. So. I'll roll with our opinion over half of these idiots. That's true. <laughs> I'm not gonna call them idiots, but. <laughs> I, I I feel like uh, I I I feel like we have pretty. I mean, we usually have relatively differing opinions, but I think that we're all in the same range. That this was not an eighty-seven. No, no. This is not at all. Okay. okay. Last question. We can go out on this. Which is a better movie? Okay. This or Love and Thunder? Oh man. I am gonna go Love and Thunder. I never thought I'd say it, but I'm going Love and Thunder as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, only because of only because of Christian Bale. That's uh, that would be my only reason, really. Like the, I would say, a, I I laughed stronger. I laughed more in Love and Thunder than I did in this. Absolutely. I laugh more in this than I did in Love and Thunder, I will say. Now, Love and Thunder, <laughs> Love and Thunder also had like some misses, but this movie had far more misses than Love and Thunder did. Way too. more. Like this I, I, had... I, I, yeah. The head, the head on Gal Gadot. That one, that one. That, that one was, was fun. But you, but you hate it. Okay. I can pick that part all day. We'll keep going. We'll keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Actually, I did like the actually I will say maybe the, the ones in Love and Thunder because now I'm thinking about it. I enjoyed the goats, the goat screaming. That was funny every time. Um actually, yeah, I don't know which one is funny. <laughs> they both had a lot of misses in it, actually. Yeah. I'm uh yeah, Love and Thunder. Same. Okay. Uh well, I guess I mean we let the people know where they can find this, but you know what? We did not let the people know. We didn't tell them to rate and review us on whatever streaming platform that they use. Um, you know, rate and review us also. It helps us 
uh, helps us get noticed one. It also helps us get our name out there more. So when people are looking for something to listen to, they can see we have, you know, a lot of reviews and that helps out, makes people want to listen. So yeah, Absolutely. rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you use, rate and review us there. And this is a good uh, time since we're reviewing a DC movie. Shout out, Spencer, you want to tell them about I mean, you know, you, know, yeah. like you got I definitely almost threw that in there earlier. Okay, but, go ahead. You know, go ahead. I, I decided, you know, okay. So um I have a side podcast, um, DC animation with Spencer and Friends, because and you've heard me say this before, live action DC movies hit and miss, but they're animated movies, quality items. Mm-hmm. And so I have dedicated a podcast to that. We are a couple episodes in. You can find them the same place you found this. So I am reviewing all of the DC animated movies with a different friend every time. Uh, Brandon appeared on our first episode. Shout out to Brandon. Mr. Percival appeared on our second episode. And um, you just got to tune in to see who uh, who we have as guests moving forward. So that's correct. I would uh I would recommend just getting on HBO Max, watching whatever movie I'm reviewing that day. Uh, right now I'm reviewing the official DC animated movies in release order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and will say you once can. Once that's done, I'll just keep going. Yeah, I would say you can you can see once the episode releases, read the title, go watch the movie, come back and listen. Yep. that's my recommended way of listening to it. Yes, join me on the journey through journey. the wonderful world of DC animation. It is worth your time if you enjoy superhero things. That's right. Um, well, is that it? Is that everything? It's everything. I do believe. That's, that's everything. So with the fury of the gods, I will say, we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it and forever melanated.